Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Vince Size NFL Podcast Show. This is part two of Vince and Josh. Because last time we we met met off, it was um, it was three hours. It was the NFC South, and now today we're going to talk about the AFC North, the NFC East, and the NFC. Um, actually, no, and and the NFC South. My 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 fault. My fault. My fault. I think we left off on the um. The NFC North, my bad. There we go. There we go. So with, the, with yeah, that, yeah. Said, so with that being said, my man Josh is here. So you know what? I gotta give him a round of applause. Give him a round of applause, everybody. Give him a round of applause. For you, I'll always be here. One of my favorite people to talk to on the entire internet. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir, uh, Josh. Um, Josh, let's Josh see, how was your weekend, my let's man? See how, how long we can go? How let's... was your weekend? How was your weekend, Josh? Oh, it was great. It was great. <laughs> um. I got my voice back. I know you started to hear me lose it at the end of the podcast. Um, I had to lose a Kadarius Tony bet, um, and that was ridiculous as well. Um, but sure enough, you know, I, I lost the bet. It's a bet is a, a bet is a bet, and I paid up on it. Um, but yeah, I did. I did pretty good. Um, I had I had a pretty good weekend. I got to spend the time with my my son. Um, I got to listen to your podcast. Man, Chris Size, he's he's good. He's Thank good. you. He knows what he's doing. Um, he's got some great. He's got some great takes. No, he does. He does. He does. He, he gets the real too. Listen, Josh. I'm going to say you to, to you to right now. A lot, shout, shout out to my father. My father. He's a real. He's a really. He's a really realist Eagles fan. He, he keeps it real. He's not one of those Eagle fans that would cry about the refs because that. Well, we'll get to that game at the end. But okay. but at the end of the day, my dad keeps it real. And yes, he's not, he's not one of those eagle fans that you know. I mean, that gets mad, yada yada yada. He gets he's he's a realist. He's not one of those eagle fans that talk shit. If you know what I mean. But anyways, with that being said, my friend, well, we but just, with... give the, just give the audience a tease, yes. okay? Since we're getting to them at the very end of everything. Yes. Um, I've said that the defense completely didn't show up to play. I put it all on the defense. I gave it something like 70% is the Eagles defense's fault. Now, I don't yep. know what Papa Size said, and I want you to hold it until the very, very end of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, well, which, by the way, breaking news, the Ravens hired Georgia's OC Todd Monken. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how the Ravens offense do. But sure. Lamar Jackson, you have no excuses because now you don't have Greg <laughs> Roman. Monk is here. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> uh, hopefully, rate the. Hopefully, that's good. Hopefully, that helps because Lamar. because he's because that was the missing piece. It wasn't Lamar fighting. It wasn't Lamar getting a number one receiver. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, it wasn't yeah. a running back who could stay healthy for more than three games. It was Todd Monk. Sure. Good luck. To, good luck, Lamar. I'll say this. I'll say this. Georgia fan might miss the OC. He might. might they might miss him. We'll no see. question. Anyways. <laughs> It's not a criticism of, you know, we shouldn't even start on the Ravens. We had a whole plan. Um, I want to make it clear. It's not a criticism of Todd Monk. It's, I really don't think that it's his fault. He probably is better than Greg Roman. Um, I do not believe that cures every problem with the Ravens. No, no, no. Uh, We will, we will get to it, uh, but we'll start. Where, where do you want to start? I know I want to. Let's go with, no, let's go with the Aston division because you said it's an overrated division. You know what I'm talking about? It's the NFC South. Yeah. Okay. Because which what's interesting, Josh? Let's talk about this team because this team can get this quarterback this week, or the, or or the other team that other team. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about them. Um, the Saints. So listen, I like the roster. Obviously, they're I heard the caps caps draft because that's that's why I feel like Sean Payne left, which you can't blame him. By the way, um, he left no, two no, years no, ago. No, but, no, but, no, no, Josh. I, I like I like the roster. They got Alvin Kamara. Obviously, they got Mark Ingram. 
I like Olave. Uh, Michael Thomas, I mean, he's a good receiver, but he, he's got to stay healthy. I mean, he's barely healthy. But, no, but they got weapons. They got weapons for Carr, by the way, which, by the way, Carr is either going to go to the Panthers or the same. We'll see what happened this week. But I, I, I do think uh, if you're a quarterback, this will be attractive for you because you got the weapons, you got the receivers, the defense is right there. Now, they might move. They might, they might, but here's the thing, Josh, they might, they might trade some pieces or let go some pieces because let's keep it real. You can't keep everybody. So I heard they might, I heard they might lose possibly maybe Lattimore. We'll see. But Josh, how do you feel about this team? And they might, I mean, I mean, listen, they're, I mean, I mean, I, I think they were about, they were going to trade for Carr, but he rejected them. So that, that's, that's actually interesting. So the Raiders are going to release Carr. 4 p.m. Eastern time. So we'll see. We'll, Josh, we'll see what team he goes through this week. But how do you feel about this team if you're a Saints fan? Um, I think it's an unmitigated disaster, just so you know. Um, yeah. I think it, it borders on the ridiculous. And just to play, just to have some fun with you, um, Marshawn Lattimore is a $22 million cap hit right now. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. going into next year, he's worth $22 million. I'm talking about an outright release with the following number. Mm. I'm talking about you just simply cut him. Okay, you don't get anything back. You just get him off. Do you want to know how much cap space they have right now? They have 59 million. They're 59 million dollars over the cap right now. Okay, that's not good. Yeah, Marshawn Lattimore. As we sit here talking, do you want to know how much they save? How much? They actually don't save anything. They take a 20 million, 20.5 million dollar cap hit. Um, if they release it, and now they're eighty million dollars over the cap. That's crazy. So they might have that's to release what three players? Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. That's like that's not a normal thing. Okay, no. that's not that's not what we say. As a matter of fact, let's say they cut Jameis Winston. Yeah, right? me and you just for fun. We we say that you know you're gonna cut Jameis Winston. Derek Carr. Yeah, for for Derek Carr, right? Well. Guess what? You're still $55 million over the gap. You only made $4 million worth of savings. Mm -hmm. The Saints have so many void years attached to their contracts, and now it's coming due, right? And you're right that I love Chris Olave. You're absolutely right. I think Chris Olave is everything you've ever wanted to build around. Mm -hmm. Good and proper good, okay? He's the one player in the division, literally the entire division, who I don't have any complaints about, who I don't think is overrated. But (laughs) with the Saints, it's going to be the same issue when we get to the Bucs, which is that you're overpaying for a roster that at best is a 500 team. Yeah. And that's the best-case scenario. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't take the Saints over um, – let's see. Let me name the number of teams that I would take over the Saints as I'm thinking about it. The Eagles, the Cowboys, the Giants, the Commanders, those four. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the entire NFC East. The Packers, the Vikings, the Lions. So three more teams out of the NFC North. And the NFC – so I'm talking about the NFC South. The NFC West, the 49ers, the Seahawks. And, uh, yeah, I hate the Rams and the Cardinals. Okay, so I just named nine, <laughs> right? I just named yeah. nine teams that if everything goes right, I mm-hmm. still see the Saints falling. Mm-hmm. What does that say to you? <laughs> it's bad. Like, it's it's terrible. Not, that's not normal team building. 
Like, I mean, the idea is supposed to be. And by the way, I'm going to do the same exercise for the Bucks. So don't get. So if you're getting uncomfortable as a Saints fan, or if you're if you're get, starting to cheer on my analysis of the Saints, yeah, you believe in the Bucks, right? You're going to get the same dose. Nothing's yeah. going to change, right? Yeah. The Bucks have the same problem. I like. Yeah. I put. No, not, they do. They, they suck. That's why you went. To, that's why you went on Josh Allen's show. Keep going. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're just not good. And by the way, just for the record. I'm only naming the teams that are um, – I'm only naming the teams in other divisions, right, in your yeah. conference. I didn't even right. go to the AFC. I just named the team, the other teams in the conference. And I have you 10th at the start of the season if everything goes right. Never mind if things go wrong. Forget about mm-hmm. that. If everything goes right, mm-hmm. I have you as the 10th best team in your conference. That's what crazy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. And this is, by the way, we're going to get to them later, but this is what I was saying about the Browns, right? Yep. If you're not going to go higher than third in your own division mm-hmm. and you're going to make the playoffs, but you're not going to be favored in the fir- like beyond the first round, in the best case scenario, you're going to get to the playoffs and then you're going to get bounced. Then what should you be doing with your life, with your cap? The answer is what Atlanta is doing. Yep. And we'll get to them later. Oh, but- yeah. Oh, oh, so you think my buddy Jody – He's a Falcon fan. You think he's going to be happy. Okay. okay. I do think he's going to be happy, not just okay. with the analysis of their team, but also with what I think they're going to do in free agency. But my bigger point is that, yeah. like, the, the issue with the Saints, and they're not getting out of it, by the way, anytime soon, just yeah. in case you're, like, thinking, oh, well, what if they do this? What if they do that? I literally just gave you the Marshawn Lattimore move, and it yeah. add, added money to the cap. So, right. Josh, so let me ask you this: Are they are they going to most likely lose Lattimore, or is that is or is, do you think he's going to stay? So, in other words, is he gone? Um, no, I think he's got to stay. I don't think cutting him gets you anywhere, right? At all. I don't think you go. I don't think you go anywhere. And for the record, yeah. the Saints have someone who I want on the Bills. They have someone who I want to trade, right? Someone who I genuinely want in Ryan Ramchek. Right, like I out loud want Ryan Ramchek. I want him to go somewhere. I think he's good. Oh, he's, the right tackle. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think he's good and proper good. I think that he would make a killing in this market. And even if you trade him, yeah. even if you trade him, right? Yeah. Where the other team assumes the salary, your salary cap still goes up yeah, because crazy, of all yeah. of the void years. Mm-hmm. Like you're just you're not going to be able to improve the team. Yeah. And the worst part about it is. That even if you like take your vegetables yeah. and you and you eat your vegetables, yeah. all right, we're just not gonna be good this year, you're still over the cap going into next year. Yeah. Like it's an issue. And I know that the Saints, like they always want to be competitive. I know yeah. they, they have great defense. And the truth of the matter is, is that as long as you have Cam Jordan, as long as you got Marshawn Lattimore, you're good. Like yep, you're yep. dock, but you're also not going to elevate above like, I don't know, twelfth. Neighborhood, mm. like, well, I so I have them at tenth, right? If okay. goes right, I realistically think they're going to be like third in the division or second in the division. Okay, I, so let me, let me ask you this: If they can get yeah. Carr, what where, where do you see them in the in their division? Okay, let's just put this analysis out there for everybody right now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is for everybody. This is for all the fans of all of yes, them. yes. Okay, I know he was there. He's not a Pro Bowl quarterback. Your team fortunes do not change if Derek Carr is there. I get it that he's competent. I understand. I understand yeah. Yeah. that he's competent, 
right? He's an intelligent person with his head on his shoulders. I've got that, right? I understand that he can make he can even make throws. He had Devontae Adams and couldn't yeah. do jack shit with him. We, well, it was me. Yeah. I was the one at the beginning of last year who was saying, like, even if I don't believe in Derek Carr, how yeah. do I overlook Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, True. Devontae Adams, and Josh? True. I was the one saying that. Yeah. And Derek Carr couldn't make it work with that. So and let so- me ask you, do you think it was more Carr? Do you think it was, was more McDaniel? Because McDaniels is also not, good, not a good play caller either. Who gives a fuck who's to blame? That's true. If yeah. those four guys, like, yeah. you're telling me the down. And by the way, you just heard me say that Chris Olave is great. Yes. Okay. The downgrade from Devontae Adams, yeah. Michael Thomas, when they're healthy, yeah. right? is still a downgrade. Never mind the fact that Michael Thomas spends, I don't know, 10 games a year on the injured list. Does that sound right to you? I mean, let's I mean, late. Like, like, you're going, you're making the downgrade from Devontae Adams really to Chris Olave, but I paused at Michael Thomas. It's yeah. not like you can release him without your salary cap going up. No, what's going to happen if, if they want to improve the team is they're going to try and do a whole bunch of restructures, right? Mm-hmm. But... I don't think they can improve yeah. the team substantially enough with or without Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. With or without Derek Carr, they like Derek Carr makes them better than the Bucs. Assuming yeah. the Bucs don't get a normal quarterback. Assuming the right. Bucs Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, assuming that the Bucs can't make it work somehow. Like mm-hmm. having a competent quarterback makes you better than the Bucs, so you win there, but you're still behind 10 other teams in your conference. Even yeah. Derek Carr. And so, so let me that. ask you this. What do you think the Saints' major needs are? And shout out to all the Saints fans that are listening. What do you think their major needs are? I mean, they're not going to want to hear this. Because oh, there we go. There we go. No, they're not going to want to hear it. And I understand why they don't want to hear it if it makes you feel any better. Like, I know that you're going to, like, rebel against me. You're going to say, look, we were great on defense last year. You're underrating this guy. You're underrating that guy. Demario Davis is incredible as an inside linebacker. You're underrating his ability. It's everything around your stars. Yes. Right. It's not the star themselves. Mm -hmm. It's not the Cameron Jordans of the world. It's Mm -hmm. not the Marcus Davenport's of the world. It's your defensive tackle spot. First off, you've got one on the roster. It's David Oniameta. Mm -hmm. Do you know who he is? No. Right. And that's the point. Right. And by the way, in case you were thinking, oh, wow, you know, I guess I just don't know him because he's a young guy. He's 31 goddamn years old. <laughs> he's 31. No, you're right, because I'm looking at their defensive tackle. I'm like, who is Shai Tuttle? Who is Malcolm Roach? Who is Oliver Huggins? Right, because it's not the top. Because it's not the top. It's not the stars. Yeah. Okay. No one's going to argue with you that Cameron Jordan is like a bad player. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. No one's going to sit around and have this conversation about Ryan Ramchek being like a bloated contract who needs to be getting rid of. Exactly. No yeah. Do that because they know that they're good, right? And yeah. that, by the way, just so you know, that's the argument for the city. And this is the reason why I didn't pick, um, why I don't pick super teams. This is the reason why I don't care about bloated contracts, right? Right. 
because I know that any individual player can win on any individual play. That's not what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about is seasons, and then we're also talking about games. Mm-hmm. This, by the way, just so you know, this is the reason why I didn't pick Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, because I thought the Eagles had a better team. I agree. And, yeah, and I, got I, 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 no, Josh, I, I went the same way, but keep going. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't have to do with Patrick Mahomes. It's not about that. It's about having a team around Patrick Mahomes. And I got that wrong. And you're right that maybe sometimes stars can over can lift up entire teams, for, especially for individual plays, right? Yeah. But when you're talking about a season, when you're talking about an entire team yeah. going through the motions, I just can't see it. Yeah. Like you would have to hit a home run in the draft. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to do it without a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, where does that put you? I, I'm genuinely asking. I think it puts you at third. Yeah. But you and it was crazy. They didn't even have a first round pick. That's the Eagles pick. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what are we really doing with the Saints? And I think the answer is we're treading water. Yeah. We want us to, we still want to be competitive, yeah. right? And I'm not trying to take away their competition ability. I'm not even trying to say that they suck. That's yeah. not really what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to say is that even if it's good, it's bad. Yeah. That's and, what I'm trying and to John, And that's why they got to go. That's why they got to go far because the Tampa yeah, they, Bay, we can knock them out right now, too. Same yeah. going to rock with them, too. No, no, no. I can't wait to rock with this team because this, this team is going to be interesting, uh, Josh, because they're actually making a good staff right now. Uh, so, right, so shout out to Mina Kind, by the way. Shout out to you, Mina. But Frank Reich, first Panthers staff at the moment right now. Josh McCall, former quarterback, by the way. He's a quarterback coach. I like their offensive line coach, James Campin. Uh, Deuce Staley is their running back coach. Uh, defensive coordinator, Evrio, is from the Broncos defensive coordinator, by the way. Uh, Don Capers is their senior defensive assistant. Uh, but other than that, John, they're making a good staff so far. Now, the question is going to be who's going to be the quarterback, right? So, obviously, there's DJ Moore, which you're not a fan of, by the way. But it's all good, though. Well, no, but no, here's, here, here's my thing, Josh. Here's my <laughs> thing. Here's my thing. If this team – I like their defense set up right now. Sure. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this right now to you, Josh. If they if they can do well in the offseason, in the free agency, if they can do well in the draft, this team – to me, in this division, it's going to come down. This is just my opinion. You can mark it down. We can mark it now on February 14, 2023. I think this division is going to come down to the Panthers or the Saints. It all depends on who gets cards, in my opinion. But, but no, Josh, I like this team. I, okay. I do. I just hope they draft well. They're making a good stat so far. And to me, it all depends who the quarterback is. I, I, to me, they need more receivers because I like DJ more, but they need more of that. They need more. But – Josh, how do you feel about this team? And, and if, if Panther fans are listening, what do you got to say about them? Um, I don't think it comes down to the quarterback, to be okay. entirely with you. Okay. Um, I think it comes down to can the defense sustain this performance yes. um, going forward? I'm not so sure the answer to that question is yes. Um, however, I am intrigued. Mm. I am interested. Just because I don't know the answer is yes, doesn't mean I'm not interested in finding out what the answer actually is, mm-hmm. right? And that's where I that's where I come down on the Carolina Panthers as a whole and as an organization. Right now, they sit at nine million dollars over the cap. Just so everybody knows, this is how much DJ Moore. Um, I can't release DJ Moore. It, it doesn't help. I try. I want to. I want to. I can't. That's how badly I hate DJ Moore. It does have a roster. It's a roster that um, 
So I'm looking around right now for like people that I can cut. And like, you're not going to cut Icky. He's on a rookie deal. Mm -hmm. Like the fifth space. And like, I'm sure there are little guys that you can cut. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not actually trying to say that there's no way to improve the team. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is that none of those guys, nobody on the entire team has like a bonker salary where you can be like, all right, just get rid of this guy except for Shaq Thompson. Yeah. I don't think you're going to get rid of Shaq Thompson. No. I don't think that it's, I don't think it's a real option to get rid of Shaq Thompson, but let me double check just to make sure. But even so, like I bet you anything that Shaq Thompson would be. Yeah. Okay. So cutting Shaq Thompson outright, just saying I'm done with Shaq Thompson gets you over the salary cap threshold to create 2.8. in mm. space. What precisely are you going to do at quarterback? Are you going to draft one? And if so, who are you going to trade up? To get a quarterback, well, if you do that, then you're running the risk of a you're, – you're, you're like you're rolling the dice, right? Mm-hmm. You're yeah. saying, can a rookie quarterback win the NFC South um, just as a rookie, right? Yeah. Come in and win the day. I'm not so sure that the answer is no. Exactly. But I'm also not so sure the answer is yes. It's a gamble. Yeah. I know. But I know the one thing that I am sure of, which is that if you go in to the year expecting Sam Darnold to carry you to the promised land, then you're going to be disappointed. Like, if that's the plan, if that's the plan with your offseason, then you're going to be disappointed. Listen, I'm a USC fan, but this is what, this is what, this is what I have to say about Sam Darnold. Uh, Josh, come on, man. Yeah. Well, keep going, keep going, keep going. Well, I don't think that – I mean, I don't think my analysis is wrong in believing that Sam Darnold is not going to be the answer. No. And I don't think my analysis is wrong in saying that P.J. Walker is not the answer towards winning the division. But hey, Zach can be a good backup. He's not bad. He can be serviceable. But is so, he yeah. going to be? But, right. I, I'm not even saying that he can't be a good backup. What I'm saying is that in order to push this team forward, you right. need a different quarterback. Right. And I, the other person that you could cut, who I really would not, if I could avoid it, would be Taylor Morton. Taylor mm-hmm. Morton is the other person. Um, but that's one of your strengths of your team. Mm-hmm. Is your offensive line? Your offensive line last year was good. Yeah. Can you can you upgrade the quarterback spot without losing Dante for Deontay Foreman? I'm not so sure you can, but I'm interested to see. Right. Right. Like that's sort of where I come down. Can you keep C.J. Henderson at quarterback? Can you keep Bradley Bozeman? Right. I think you can. And if you can, then maybe there's a chance that you win the division. But right now, all eyes, as far as the Carolina Panthers are concerned, is on, are on the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's where that's where we're at right now with yeah. the Panthers. It's like, what are you going to do in the draft? And who's going to fall, fall to you? I'm looking at their draft picks right now. And they're picking number nine. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I don't think that there's going to be a quarterback out there at no. nine. No, like, I think by nine, it's all gone. Yeah, except maybe for Anthony Richardson. Mm. Now, today I was reading Dane Brugler and Dane Brugler said um, Anthony Richardson reminds him of Josh Allen as a rookie. All the tools can't hit the broadside of a barn. Right. If if like you hit on the Josh Allen, it's incredible. But I've seen so many players over the course of my um, life who have not hit on the Josh Allens of the world. Yep, yep. And who are supposedly like these amazing gifted from Ryan Leaf all the way through, right? And I've mm-hmm. seen one Josh Allen. So 
do we think that Anthony Richardson has shown you enough to be the next Josh Allen? I don't think so. So no, no, no. What Anthony Richardson be good uh, depending on like the team. Like for example, Carolina, you have DJ Moore. I mean, it's possible. I'm not saying he's going to be Josh Allen, but keep he could, going. He Tell me all the receivers that you love on the Carolina Panthers. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, first of all, I love DJ Moore. I know you don't. No, but... yep. Yeah, him. Keep, keep, keep going. Tell me all of the great weapons on Carolina. Okay. Election. I like. Okay is the point. Okay is the point. You can name anybody. You got nothing. That's okay. What about Chanel? What about Chanel? You're not the only one that has nothing. I got nothing also. I don't know who else is <laughs> Josh, what about, what about, um, what about Chanel Jr.? Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Who? Chanel, oh, Chanel. Chanel. Oh, yeah. Find him as a free agent. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> wait, Chanel's free. Wait, wait, Chanel's free agent? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, no, you can't rely on these, on these, like, well, what if kind of scenarios. You, you have to have something real. Um, yeah. I don't think there's going to be, I don't think there's going to be a pick. I'll, I'll tell you out loud right now with my voice. I do not think a quarterback will be at, I don't think that one of the top three quarterbacks, I certainly don't think one or two, but I certainly don't like one and two. I feel certain they're just not going to be there. No, like, I agree. No, I agree. Yeah. But Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are going off the board. In the first they're gone. Game. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what are you going to do with the number nine pick? Are you going to trade your future? Do you believe that much in this team? I don't think the answer to that question is yes, um, particularly with the with one of the teams that we're going to talk about. Yeah, being ahead of you in the draft, like I'm not, I'm not there, right? So, like, how far am I? Like, how, can I see this defense repeating what it did this year, next year? I'm intrigued, and I'm willing to say yes. I'm willing to say yes. I'm willing to say, okay, and then where does that take me? I think it takes me to the same place that I would get to, but a lot easier. Yeah. Josh, is that why is that why they're interested in Carr? Because I mean, you, like you said, you never know. Like you never know, you never know, right? Like obviously Bryce Young is gonna get take. Obviously, you know, CJ Stroud is gonna get take. And obviously Will Levis, he's gonna get take as well. So if you're the Panthers, you're like you're saying fuck. I mean I mean, and that's and that's why Josh, I feel like they're interested because well, the Saints and Panthers are interested because because one doesn't have a first round pick and one, I mean, the best case scenario they can get Anthony Richardson. Now, like you said, is is, is Anthony Richardson going to be talented or well, I mean, now he could be talented depending on where he goes. But but my thing is, I trust the Panthers staff. Now the question is going to be, can Richardson take them over the top in this division? Uh, I'm gonna say I don't. The best answer I can give you is I don't know. But 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 Josh, I I, I will ask you this: that you can't blame Carolina for watching Carr now because for for me for, because for me I think the Panthers want to be be competitive because you can't blame them because they have like you said they have a good defense and then Carr you know they have DJ Moore you know I mean they have a decent running game uh, they have a decent de- O line but then again Josh like you said. They got to they got to play almost everybody because I believe they got to play uh, Brian Burns, right? Am I right? Or am I not wrong? No, he signed a contract extension. I think. Hold on, I can pull that up, but I'm pretty sure he signed a contract. Brian Burns contract. Um. Yeah, he's he's good. He's he's set. He signed a four year um, contract with the Panthers for sixteen million over a year. Wow. Year. And he becomes, okay. a, he becomes a free agent next year, not this year. Interesting, interesting. So, who do you, let me ask you this: If you had to bet your money, right? Uh, yep. um, 
Card to the Panthers or Saints if you had to bet your money this week? Um, I'm going to say no and ask me why. Okay, why? Um, I believe Derek Carr will fall into one of the sinkholes in Las Vegas while leaving. I, I think he's going to literally – I think literally a sinkhole will open up. And we will say, oh, my God, that's so random. How, how did that happen? And you're here, here and maybe only here on the Vince Sizemore. Oh we're all hearing it here on the Vince Sizemore. I believe God will get involved and will save us all from having to, like, believe a Derek Carr. Uh, like, we'll, we'll save, like, four months of whichever team signs Derek Carr. Because I think Cole will open up, up underneath Derek Carr's feet and just swallow him whole. <laughs> Something biblical. Something like that. And we'll go, oh, my God, what did he do in his life? Like, why did God get involved? And it's not really about Derek Carr. It, yeah. It's about us. It's about us, the fans, not having to deal with three months from June to, say, September mm-hmm. of insanity of people telling us, oh, my God, the Carolina Panthers, they have Derek Carr. They can put it all together. The only way that stops, that doesn't happen, is if Derek Carr gets swallowed up. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think is going to happen. No, I'm teasing. If he goes to the Carolina Panthers, um, no, <laughs> they're still not good enough. And oh, like, my God. They're, they're not, they, they become the ninth team, man. This is the point. This is the yeah. point. Yeah. If the ceiling for any of these teams is ninth in the in – the, is tenth yeah. in the conference, yeah. should be going out and spending $30 million a year on Derek Carr? And the answer to that question is unequivocally no. Yeah, yeah. Just for the record, it's every single team in the division, including the one that I like, just so you know. Yeah. But we can go to the next one. I mean, you Let's can talk. Go, you, you know what? what? You know what? I can Josh, you, you can go ahead on this one because the Bucks, man, Lord have mercy. Kyle Traz, Blaine, we could call him Blaine Gabber. Actually, you know what? We got to do this because we got to make fun of this team because this team, my quarterback, is, is, really, is really bad, Josh. <laughs> Look at that. No, but seriously, seriously. So, Josh, let me – so help the Bucks fans out. So what can the Bucks? I mean, obviously their defense is decent. Obviously they still got tall balls. Um, I still feel like he's more of a DC, more of a head coach, but that's not nor here nor there. So Josh, how do you feel about the Bucks? And I, I don't think to me, I don't think they're going to be that good. They'll be competitive nope. because of their defense. They got receivers, but Josh, to make Bucks fans happy, can the no. Bucks make it interesting at least? No, no, no. <laughs> Period. No. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. Tom Brady, okay, Tom Brady, the same one who just retired, right? Yeah. Cost $35 million against the Bucks salary cap, right? And the Bucks, he just retired, right? He just he just went on the retired list. And the Bucks saved nothing. Think about that. Mm-hmm. You invested $35 million into a 44-year-old quarterback. And you arranged the contract so that if he retired, if he literally left, mm-hmm. you would make no be- – you would reap no benefits. You would still have to pay him. He would still count on your cap. Yep. The- like, it's malpractice. Yeah. What are you out of your mind? Imagine. Just imagine. Like, let's let's boil it down to something that Chris could understand, that you could understand, that Andrew could understand. Imagine that you bought a house, right? Yeah. And instead of instead of getting any kind of homeowner's insurance in the event of like, like, and you bought it in a flood zone, 
right? You blo- you have this beautiful beach house in New Orleans, right? <laughs> and they offer you insurance because you're in the flood zone, right? You were there for Hurricane Katrina, right? And yep. Oh, oh, to any of the Hurricane Katrina survivors that are listening to the Vince Size podcast right now, um, I'm sorry for the following example. I, I know it's insensitive to criticize hurricane victims who lost everything because they didn't buy homeowners insurance during the great hurricane Katrina that devastated half the city. What a tragedy. Also, you're dumb. You're an idiot. You're stupid. You're not stupid because of the hurricane. That piece sucked. The idea that you would forego insurance, that you would just be like, and I brought up the saints because they're in the exact same situation as the yeah, exactly yep like, like the idea that you would just be like yeah whatever i'm gonna just go without fuck it <laughs> we'll see how we'll see how the dice roll yeah he's a fucking 44 year old quarterback you knew he was gonna be four. <laughs> no josh fuck. tell, 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 tell right everybody there. tell everybody you right said, there. Roger, no, no, josh, josh. tell everybody you said brady was washed roger was well, washed Brady was washed. I said that. I, I'll say it again. I, but I said that in the middle of the year yeah, last year. I told you that he had fallen off a cliff. But that's not really the point either. It's not no. about whether you believe in Brady or whether you don't believe in Brady. Reasonable minds can argue about that. The piece that you can't argue about is knowing that he was going to be 45 by the end of this year. Why can't you argue about it? Because it's on his fucking Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. No. Like even a Google, I type in Tom Brady right now. I'll literally type it in right now, right? Just (laughs) Tom Brady, right? And you know what it says? What? It says that he's 45 years old. (laughs) I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I I literally, I didn't say Tom Brady's age. I didn't say, um, I didn't say, I didn't like put in parameters. I didn't do anything. I literally typed into Google, Tom Brady. No extra things. I didn't talk about Giselle. Didn't talk about his family. I literally just typed in the words Tom Brady. And the and the age, 45 years old, came up. Oh, oh man. And you don't think, you don't think when you're arranging that contract, when you're signing him, hey, you know what? What if he retires? No. It's ridiculous. Yes, yes. Nonsense. And the fact that you're going to, it doesn't, by the way, it doesn't even matter. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Like, it yeah. doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter that he's not playing. No. You're still hung up for yeah. $35.1 million. You're still there, right? You still are in danger. Yeah. And still at $55 million over the salary cap as we sit here talking mm-hmm. with no Tom Brady. Even yeah. though he's counting $35 million against your salary cap. Well, gee, why don't you just leave? Because you don't see any money. Yeah. Money. You don't get would, any better. Would you, be, would you be surprised if would you be surprised if some players want out? Would you be surprised so, if some players want out because Brady says Brady left? I mean, wait, uh, I mean that wouldn't it would have surprised me. Um, but I mean at that point, Josh, so seriously, I mean, I mean if, if you're Chris Godwin, it's crazy because he signed last uh, last year. But I mean if you're Godwin, if you're I don't know, Gage or you're Mike Evans, would you be surprised they I mean, which I mean, if they ask out because they're not. I'm gonna tell you right now, they'll they'll win some games with Gabbert, but not, they're not gonna win more than ten games with Gabbert. Hell no, there's there's no way in hell. I mean, I, I, unless the other teams in the division suck, but I mean, you isn't that the problem, right? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the problem? First off, I can tell you right now that Chris Godwin's going nowhere. Ask me why. Okay, why? To. Get rid of Chris Godwin, you would be increasing your cap from 
57 million to 65 million dollars worth of liability wow it's ridiculous i'll tell you something else mike evans is going nowhere why because you save a grand total if you release mike evans if you cut him and you don't take anybody back you save a grand total of 2.3 million dollars because he signed last year you're right yeah you did right so like the people that you're really looking at if you want like I'm doing it right now. I'm literally going through everybody on the roster. Yeah. Right? I'm literally just clicking X to see how much it takes losing Donovan Smith. Wow. Donovan Smith will get you your first meaningful cap space. Anything yeah. at 7.95. And Donovan Smith is the guy you don't want to lose. No. He's the good left tackle. He is. He is. Yeah. The one who you're like, well, I need somebody to protect me. Look, I'm sure that there are other people out there really good with the salary cap. Yeah. I hope that one of them works for the Bucks. Like, I really do. I know it sounds like I'm making fun of the Bucks. Right. And I am. But that's not the point. The yeah. point is that, like, this I like, it's just executive malpractice, Vince. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like whoever you hired just was, like, asleep at the wheel as Tom Brady signed that contract. Exactly, yeah. And so, like, they're going to suck. They're going to, like, if you're looking for the Bucks to make any kind of improvement, you're just wrong. Like, it's, it's not going to happen. No, Josh, we told, we told Miami fans, we told Bucks fans, like, you know, Josh, you were, keep, you were keeping it real with Josh. Like, what other option do you have? Okay, if, even if they sign Jimmy G, oh, oh, okay, don't know. You guys will still win games, but I, I don't know. Josh, yeah, you, you, you're right. Um, and I think you're, I mean, with, so in other words, the teams are fucked with cast space in this division. Is the Saints and the Bucks pretty much what you're saying? And I'm saying the Panthers are damn close. Wow. It doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like so it. So that's why you like the Falcons. Well, big okay. deal. It's $10 million under. They'll figure out some way. They'll they'll get some space and blah, 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 blah. But I'm saying to, I'm saying to yeah. you and the entire audience that the people that you would want to get rid of on Carolina are people you actually want to keep. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Like they're yeah. the kind of people who are just like, you know what? You stay exactly where you are. Yeah. So even Carolina is bad. Now we get to the team that I like. Mm. So you ready? I mean, let's I go. Let's go. So we're making, let's make my boy Jody Brave, the Falcon fan, happy. So why yeah. do you like this? Te- why do you like this team? And do you- so it sounds like you like this team in, in the draft and in the offseason. So go ahead, I Josh. So, so make I Falcons really, fans happy. I really, really do. You got to where you got to with Marcus Mariota as the quarterback, and you are picking eighth. And you might think that, oh, well, what's the difference between eight and nine? Um, the difference between eight and nine is probably Will Levis. That's who I think you're going to get in the draft. But let's just suppose for the moment that you don't want that you don't get Will Levis in the draft. Okay, let's just let's let's play the game that maybe you're not going to get Will Levis. Maybe he gets taken above you. Like whatever, right? You're desperate to get there. If you want Derek Carr, okay, you got. $50 million to go out there and go get Derek Carr. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Go do it. Okay. Don't wait for me to give you permission. You've got $56 million, $56.4 million to upgrade this roster. They're mm-hmm. telling you, they're telling me right now as a guard that Chris Lindstrom is going to get $20.5 million a year. Go ahead. And I like Chris Lindstrom. I think he's fine. If he gets $20 million a year, then I will throw my hands up and be like, I don't even know what the market is doing. It's not real, but that's not going to happen. He's not a $20 million. No, he's not. 
I like AJ Terrell. He's great. He's definitely a cornerback who I'm, you know, very interested. By the way, these are the guys who are your free agents, just so yes. you know. Not just pulling these guys out of thin air. AJ Terrell. Oh, wait, what I am doing that. AJ Terrell's not a free agent. You're big free agents to get very serious. Okay. They, it's just the guy they think is going to be a free agent. I don't know why they think that. There's no reason. You're already $56 million under with him there. Why the hell would you cut him? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Kale, you're three, eight, you're three free agents that have actual market values are Rashawn Evans at linebacker, who I've never heard of, Olamide Zacharisis, who I have heard of, and I can tell you is whatever, and Caleb <laughs> probably is going to get a decent contract as an offensive tackle because, you know, there's just not a whole lot out there. So, okay, so here's the deal, Atlanta fans. In the event that you actually have to replace Caleb McGarry, you are sitting in the perfect spot mm. in the draft to team somebody with Jake Matthews and really kick ass, right? Mm. And if you don't like Marcus Mariota, for whatever reason, right? I don't really know <laughs> what the reason would be, but for whatever reason you don't like Marcus Mariota, go ahead and cut him. And you know what you'll do? Another $14.5 million. You will take that salary cap from $51 million to $65 salary cap space. That is more than enough to get your hands on Derek Carr. Oh, yeah. But yeah. If you need to do that, I don't even think you need to do that. I see this team, this team in my eyes, is one wide receiver away from being better than the Panthers and being like being able to hang with the Bucks and the Saints. No, no, Josh, I'm with you. Well, the question is going to be when will they add that in the draft well, or in the preseason? Isn't it? Are you going to use the eighth pick on the draft on that? Are you going to like target someone in free agency to replace Caleb McGarry? Are you able to get Caleb McGarry signed to anything reasonable? Right, because he's your one free agent where you're like, okay, I guess the market could be good for him. He's a starting right tackle um, in a league that has very few right tackles available. Okay, I will throw my hands up and say, you know what? He's a possibility to actually move. Short of that, right, everybody else on the roster is in place. Mm -hmm. So what am I really looking for? Mm. I'm looking for an upgrade at quarterback. Mm -hmm. Now, the only quarterback who I think can actually take a team from no man's land to, like, playoff contender is Aaron Rodgers. Yes. But. I don't think the Falcons want to do that. Yeah, I also don't. But if there was anywhere where you could be crazy and nobody would think twice and a Republican and nobody would care, it's Georgia. So maybe, you know. And I say to you that Drake London, Kyle Pitts plus receiver number two. And by the way, I don't know who receiver number two is. You're welcome to aggregate me. I don't know who it's going to be. Okay. I don't know. I don't have the name. Okay, but could yeah. it be Odell Beckham Jr.? Mm. That's right to me. Could it be uh, Juju? Juju? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why the hell not? Could it be someone cut that we're not even thinking about? Sure. Why the hell not? Right. Or could it be the number eight pick in the draft? Right. What they do at number eight, if they don't go quarterback in the draft, if they believe in Desmond Ritter, if that's real, right? Yeah. They are all of a sudden sitting on $56 million to rock that defense out. With Cordell or Patterson, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts as your three primary offensive weapons. Mm. Go figure out what to do with the eighth pick in the draft. If you really believe, if you really believe in Desmond Ritter, this roster is ready to go and win that division right this right out of the Oh, so, so Mr. Josh, if the Falcons do well in the draft, if they do well in free in the offseason, you have the Falcons, my my buddy, 
Jody Braves, Falcons, winning the NFC South. Yeah, but- let me get a plane for Jody. You ready? Go Here it goes. Jody, everything boils down to what you do at receiver opposite Drake London. I don't know what it is, but just because I don't know what it is doesn't mean that I don't know what I'm talking about. Right, right. Yeah. It's all about whoever is opposite Drake London. If it is a drag, if it is somebody who is not a difference maker, then you are the same team last this year as you were last year. But if you put a mega piece there, I don't really care who your quarterback is. I don't care whether it's Desmond Ritter. I don't care if it's somebody you draft. I don't even care if it's Marcus Mariota. I think you have enough talent, assuming you get a difference maker at receiver opposite Drake London to win this division, period. Do I think that you're going to win a championship? No. No. To do that, you would need to like home run the draft. Yeah. You would need to home run where you just upgrade everywhere. Right. Yeah. You would up, you would have to home run free agency. You'd have to home run the draft to really be a Super Bowl contender and just come out of nowhere. Yeah. What, do I think you can win your division? Do I think it's reasonable? I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Not only that, I think it's one specific piece away. So when you're busy talking with your buddies, Jody, and you're like, God, we're so close. Yeah, it's one player and it's not quarterback. It's receiver opposite Drake London. What do you think, Vince? No, John, I don't. I don't, I don't agree with you. Uh, I, I feel like it's more with the defense, but but like you said, man, if they get that third receiver, uh, because they obviously got to get somebody uh, over Kevin Ridley, right? They just traded their guy really to the Jaguars, so well, they can get a third of, receiver. I mean, how many years of Calvin Ridley have you been very enchanted with? I mean, the one does the one who does bets. Or um the one because the rest of the time he's been gambling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, but seriously, Josh. Um, let's. Um, but look, uh, you don't want to give him more hope. You don't want to give him any more hope. Let's play. I'll I'll play another game with you. Okay, so, let's go. So let's let's play a game, and I want you to consider health. Okay, okay. health okay. matters in my in the following game that we're about to play. Okay, okay, I'll take it. The Tampa Bay Bucks have Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and who plays tight end? Um, it used to be O.J. Howard, but um, damn. Okay, that's great. That's one. Number two, the Carolina Panthers have D.J. Moore and who else? Chuba Hubbard and who else? And Chanel's keep going, but. Come on, only because you look. <laughs> Chanel's box. All right, the Saints have Chris Olave with yeah. Mike Thomas's injury concerns. Yeah. Kamara and who else? And uh, Mike, uh, what's his name? What's his name? On uh, the running back, um, fuck. Um, I already said Alvin Kamara. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ingram, Mark, Mark Ingram. Yeah. Fine. All right. So you were able to name Mark Ingram as the backup running back. To <laughs> okay, great. I say to you yeah. that those offensive weapons that any of those teams pale in comparison, just on talent alone, to Cordero Patterson. Yeah. Um, Drake London, mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts. And see, and so I lost the last name, right? I was just about to name the backup running back too, and I just forgot. I no, 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 Josh, you're, you're right. The Falcons' backup running back is not bad either. Did I hear? It's not bad. Yeah. So I say to you that the weapons for the Falcons yeah. are greater than the weapons for anybody else in the entire division. Um, if, if they get if they get everything organized, they are the closest to having a complete set of weapons. 
That's what I say to you. And so if you you think that, so if you don't agree with that, that's okay. But the piece that I think that you have to agree with and that I don't think is debatable is that with $56 million worth of cap space and not having to cut anybody to keep that, that's that's a tremendous advantage. How can you Mm -hmm. disagree with that? No, no, I I don't. I think um, you're, you're right. You're right, and uh, I, I just hope I, you know. You know what? Uh, you know what? You know what it is. It's it's just it's just it's just the, the question is going to be: Can you trust the Falcons? And do they have the right coach? Now we'll see what is was Arthur Smith's third year is going to be. Uh, hopefully they do well, like you said. Hopefully they did they do well in the offseason. Hopefully they do well in the draft. If they do that, you're probably right. Maybe the Falcons can win this division. I, I just want Jody to be my my, my friend Jody to be happy because the Falcons are kind of bad luck. Because I don't know if you saw Jaws, they literally tweeted during the season, Super Mario. You know, you know the Mar- the Mario brother, uh, Mario. Yeah. They they literally tweeted out Super Mario, uh, Super Mario, Super Mario Yoda. How about that? That, that well, I don't know why but that's because they had nothing to hope for last year. <laughs> yes. They were in salary cap hell last that's year true. going into this offseason. This year, they are in by far the best position of okay. any of the teams. Okay, so John, we'll go before we move on. Yeah. In in order, well, we'll probably we'll talk we'll probably talk about that in four months, five months too. Um, uh-huh. we, we, we we will do our prediction, but as, as of right now, rank the division, right? It, what what you think is going to happen? So okay, so okay, for me, I think it, for me, like like I told like I told you, if Carr goes to Carolina or the Saints, let's say let's say if he goes to the Saints, I got Saints, Panthers, Falcon. Ah. Falcons, Bucks. Yeah. See, what I disagree. I, I disagree with that. Okay. Why. Okay. Um, I have the Falcons, the okay. Panthers, the um, Bucks, and the Saints. Okay. I, I think the Saints are in for a rude awakening. Um, Jameis Winston was injured most of last year. I True. appreciate that Taysom Hill is something, but I think they're going to have to cut so many players just to be cap compliant. Okay. Argument with Tampa Bay. I think there are going to be so many players who just have to be cut, who have to be outright released. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to restructure those um, contracts to get salary cap compliant. Even if they do restructure those contracts to get salary cap compliant, it pushes their issues literally one year down the road. Mm-hmm. They're in trouble. Like, they're not going to be able to make upgrades. The, yeah. same, the Bucks aren't going to be able to make up. They're, they're going to have to stay the same. And like, in addition, I don't even think this, I don't even think Derek Hart is an upgrade. Mm. Say, well, come on, he has to be an upgrade over something. And I say no. <laughs> it's like saying that you want a Toyota Corolla instead of a Malibu. Like, <laughs> no, but the Corolla is an upgrade. No, it's not. It's running place. <laughs> you telling like, me you you telling me you would choose my cat over car? Come on, man. Cat I'm telling cat. you. I'm telling you that I would choose. A fully healthy Sam Darnold. <laughs> I think that it would equal. I think it would equal a fully healthy Derek Carr. <laughs> I'm saying in game one of the season, nobody's been hit. Yet. Sam Darnold equals Derek Carr. Okay. They're the same. Uh, oh my goodness <laughs> gracious! All right. Anyways, we'll, we'll move on because I'll, well, I think I'll, the Falcons, my, so my your friend Jody you should have a lot to look forward to. I think the Falcons are going to be really good. I think they're going to be the surprise team. We always talk about who's turning it over, yeah. right? Who's yeah. going to be that surprise team? Falcons wouldn't shock me. 
my my shock will be Carolina, but but we'll see. We'll see who the quarterback is. Okay. All right. All right. Anyways, let's Josh. Let's make my my, my friend Wayne. He's a Wayne. He's a Raven fan. Happy. So listen, oh. I trust the GM for the Ravens. They know how to draft. Obviously, they they hired the OC from Georgia. Obviously, so we'll see how that better that better help Lamar. But no, no, no. Seriously, this for the Raven. In my opinion, for the Ravens, though, Josh. They got to stay healthy. I picked the Ravens this past year to win the division because, because I feel like they were the most talented team when healthy. But obviously, they get injuries almost every year. It's same with Lamar, which is crazy, by the way. But, Josh, let me ask you this. What do you think the, the Ravens' needs are? And also, make my, make my friend Wayne happy. He's a Raven fan. Or do you think there's a possibility – Lamar can still get traded. I don't think that he's going to get traded because they hired the OC. But at the end of the day, you never know. It's the NFL. So, um, Josh, how do you feel yes. about the Ravens? And hopefully we'll see how they do in the draft, which I expect them to do well because they always draft well. Well, we can have a longer conversation about the let's Ravens. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I, I'm, I think your friend is going to be happy. I just don't think he's going to get there the way he wants to get there in terms of things. Uh, first off, I disagree with I think Lamar Jackson is getting traded. I don't know what he's getting traded for, but just because I don't know what he's getting traded for doesn't mean I don't think that he's getting traded. And I have right. an idea as to what um, Lamar Jackson can gain. Now, we on the overall sports show had a very heated debate about where Jalen Hurts um, hit. And by the way, overall sports show, Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays on Spotify Live. Come hang out. Um, but I think that he's getting dealt. Now, for what is the question, right? right? Just because I don't know the answer to that doesn't mean I can't guess the answer to that. Yep. I tell you right now that if I'm the Carolina Panthers, I am not interested in Bryce Young. I'm not interested in C.J. Stroud. Will Levis. I'm interested in Lamar Jackson. That's worth giving up your draft for. I can tell you right now that if the New York Jets had any fucking sense about them (laughs) – they would not be interested in Aaron Rodgers. They wouldn't even be interested in Derek Carr. They'd be interested in Lamar Jackson. Uh-huh. I can tell you right now that as wonderful, as amazing, as Ralph Mentor's favorite player, Kirk Cousins, is, <laughs> that the Minnesota Vikings should be interested in trying to team up Lamar Jackson and Justin Jefferson and seeing if they could create a super, a super team just from those two. Uh, to be honest with you, I think they would. I think they should. And the moment that they do, right, mm-hmm. the moment that they show interest of any kind, I think you would have to. If you're the Detroit Lions, you would have to be on the phone. Yeah. Like, the moment that you hear Lamar linked to the Vikings of any kind of seriousness, right, you have to be on the phone with the with the um, Baltimore Ravens. You, mm-hmm. you Move around. You can't be like, oh yeah, we'll see what the price is. No, 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 no. You have to be there. You have to keep Lamar Jackson out of the division. Like, do not pass go to not collect two hundred. Because if Lamar teamed up with with um, Justin Jefferson, they're the favorites. Period. You're done. Like, it's it's a nice it's a nice dream. You've been working hard <laughs> very much. Ben Johnson is great. <laughs> Jared Goff versus Lamar Jackson with Justin <laughs> Jefferson on the Lamar. <laughs> Yeah, well, John, let me tell you this, though. I'm, 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 I'm with you. That would be great. Well, let me ask you so, this. How do you feel? Well, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I'm with you. That would, that, well, that would be great. I would love to see that. But here's my question for you. 
What about the what about the Vikings defense, sir? What about it? Who cares? <laughs> if Kirk Cousins is able to average 32 points a game, what's Lamar gonna do? It'd be bonkers. Who cares? What about it? I'm looking for excitement. I'm looking for points. Me too, me too, me too. I like that idea. And uh, if I'm like if you're the Vikings and yeah. you're or you're the Lions, right? Yeah. You're either of those teams. And you're like, you know what? Fuck this defense thing. We're not going to win the NFL championship. We're not. <laughs> we're not better than the, We're not better than the Eagles. We're not better than the Cowboys. Who cares? Take us. Just take us to the fucking playoffs. That's what we want. We want to get to the playoffs and we want to score a bunch of points and we want to fill the stands. There's no way in fuck you're not going after Lamar Jackson. Exactly. <laughs> If you're, so why if you're do not, I bring all this up? I bring all of this up to say right. that if you're the Baltimore Ravens, you hold the number one domino. And what is the number one domino worth? I firmly think that it's worth two first-round picks at a minimum. Yeah. And that's really at a minimum. The truth is that it's damn close to worth, like, to, to two first-round picks, like, like to three first round picks mm-hmm. or four first round, but four first round picks is a little much, mm-hmm. but like three first round picks, like a, like some seconds, you know, like a mega package, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is not Deshaun Watson. This no. is Lamar Jackson. Yep. This is a real quarterback, right? Yep. This is a grown ups quarterback. <laughs> and yeah. like, if you get Lamar Jackson and he stays healthy, I mean, obviously, and he, and he stays healthy. But, like, assuming that he stays healthy, yep. you go from, like, oh, well, maybe I can make a run. That might be nice. But potentially, I could be a Super Bowl contender. Yep. Of more excitement. I will sell out my season tickets the same day that happens. And what's mm-hmm. that worth, right? What's that worth to a team? And I don't know the answer, but I, di- I sure as fuck think <laughs> that it's, like, it's a tremendous amount. It's insanely valuable, Vince. So yeah. Why- all of this i say all of this to bring up your original point which is yeah i think they're going to do well in the draft because they always do well in the draft okay so get them more ammo yeah go get them more ammo in the draft go do it right who yeah. has top picks well i'll tell you who has your top picks once you get past the bears and the texans right you're now looking at people like the cardinals go get it you know, like good, like if you're hoping to move up to like where who's got the third pick? I'm sorry, I got that wrong. I know somebody else has the has the third pick. I'll pull it up. Um, do do do. Sorry about that. You good? You good? Um, yeah, and no, I got it right. The Arizona Cardinals, like go get Lamar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, rather, like if you're Indianapolis, like. Would you rather trade for whoever's left from Bryce Young and CJ Stroud if you're Indianapolis, or would you like to go get Lamar? Go get Lamar. Lamar, yep. Yeah. If you're if like if you're hoping to trade up to like number five because you think there's going to be a drop and one of the quarterbacks are going to drop, and you're you're hoping to like trade with Seattle because you know they have Gina and Fuego, go get Lamar. And yeah. If you have the Las Vegas Raiders and you have to give up the seventh pick in the draft, and instead you've got Lamar Jackson. That's ridiculous. Yep. Going from Derek Carr to Lamar Jackson. Unbelievable. Like yeah. you're like you're gonna be instantly better. Instantly yeah. better where you are. The entire yeah. narrative is gonna change. So yeah, yeah, if you're the Ravens, you're trading Lamar. 
I know that you're taking a step backward. Like I, I know, I know. So in that, other words, so in other words, you expect Raven fans to cry when Lamar Jackson gets traded. Well, they will, and then they'll feel fine the moment that Pro Bowler um, Ty, Tyler Huntley steps in. <laughs> um, but yeah, they'll cry when it. They'll be like, "Oh no, we're horrible." And then they're going to remember that they draft fantastically. They've been drafting fantastically. Well, they do. They do. They do. They for do. forever. And so, like them finding another quarterback, like where they found Lamar, like that's not an impossible dream. But them saving forty million dollars because that's what Lamar command. He's going to command forty million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. However you arrange it, whatever happens, like that's what he's going to want, and he's okay. going to have right to it. Okay. It's Joe Burrow, and those are the guys yeah. who are like the guys right now. Yeah. That are that are free agents. And see, so, Josh, here's, here's my see, Josh, here's my yeah. thing. I I think I think he's gonna stay. But if you, since you're saying he's not gonna stay, where do you think he's gonna go to? Now, listen, I want shout out to our boy Andrew Jones, and I want him to be happy. I would love the Jets to get him, but you gotta remember, you know who the OC of the Jets is, is Daniel Hackett, and also you know he, you know who else they hired? Todd Downing, and he's not good of either. Of course. And why the hell would they possibly? What like let's just cover all our bases. No oh, fuck it. Our <laughs> same as Aaron Rodgers. It's the same as um, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Why the hell are they white? Have they have they had any success in the NFL? Are they old? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. <laughs> no, because that's what's going on. That's what's going on. Yeah. That's and it's ridiculous. It's silly. It doesn't like. The issue isn't so much that you decided to go, like you decided to hire the coordinator. That piece is fine. Yep. The issue is is that like if you don't know that you're hiring, like that you're able to acquire that quarterback, mm-hmm. like what are you telling your fans? Yep. Like if you can't do that, then what? Then you get Nathaniel Hackett, the same guy who just and when I say just, I want to all capitalize, just failed with the Broncos. Yeah. That's your guy. Yeah. If you don't get him, and then what? Right. What's the downgrade from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr? What's the downgrade from Derek Carr to Ryan Tannehill? Like, come on. It's just, it's smacks of like, it smacks of everything that Woody Johnson said when he's on the red carpet. We just want the very best quarterback to play um, for the New York Jets. It sounds good as a sound bite. Yep. But when you're actually like trying to manage an NFL team, it's stupid. Yeah, dumb. And Josh and Josh, I feel bad for Solomon. He's a good defensive guy, but see, that's, see, 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 Josh, that's what, see, Josh, 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 that's what I mean, bro. I like defensive coaches to be head coaches, but you have to pick the right OC because and and have the right quarterback because if you don't, you're fucked. I mean, listen, I like the Jets roster. We both do, but I think what's going to ruin Salah is going to be one. Uh, well, I don't, I don't think it's going to be the quarterback. I, I think it's more going to be the OC. And I mean, bro, I mean, Josh, I mean, Todd Downing, you go from Todd Downing to Hackett. I mean, what, what, what what's between those guys? Come on, Josh. Let's, let's play a game. Okay. Let's play a it. game. Okay. okay. So I want you to pretend for a moment that you are a brand new head coach. Okay. You've gotten hired to, let's say, the Texans, the D'Amico Ryan's destination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're looking forward, and I want you to anticipate the three things that, as a head coach, you have to be the most concerned about, that the media will ask you about, that everybody will be will be interested. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Nick, um, they'll be interested in wh- which guys you're going to bring in. Sure. Um, 
They'll be interested to see what OC, what you know, what OC, well, obviously what OC, obviously what you will, you will sure. have, or what players you. I mean, what player, what player will fit your system? Okay, that's that's two. Give me one more thing that you would be worried about um, that you would think the media would want to know about um, going into, like just during the season. Uh, Is it the record? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. So you've named three things that are football related. Yes. Right. Right? At what point in your long list of things that you have to be concerned about, do you get to where's the nearest nursing home and is my quarterback trying to hook up with old ladies? satisfy you monetarily just say it say what you want contract wise because that's what the ravens have been doing this whole time yeah they, like just tell us what you want to sign right now that's yep. it and that's yeah. the head case that is lamar jackson yeah. that's what you're worried about right yeah so if you trade for him presumably you know what it's going to take to make him happy so just go do it yeah right? but that i imagine is what, that's what I imagine Robert Sala was thinking. He was like, look, I've drafted you, Zach. You're the number two pick in the draft. You've got the contract. Just be focused, right? He never factored in senior centers when he was busy when he was busy doing his thing. And that's a ridiculous thing for a head coach to have to worry about. And yet that's what he found himself. Yeah. Is, oh my God. So like go make the super team. Yeah. Like, go do it. I get it that it's going to take draft capital. Like, I understand, right? And normally, I'm not an advocate for giving up a massive contract and a massive, like, a massive investment to get, except that even if you want to subscribe to the idea that Lamar Jackson isn't as good as Jalen Hurts, he's right there at number five through 10. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I sit there and I go, Kyler Murray is better than Lamar Jackson, people are going to laugh me off the stage. Yeah. Lamar Jackson is way better than Kyler Murray. He's way yeah. better than Dak Prescott. So, yeah, go get him. Yeah. But the point of this, to get all the way back to where the Ravens are, yeah. right? the point is that if you've got – if you're Baltimore and you're yeah. sitting right now as we all sit here talking, you're sitting on – what pick do they have here? I can I can pull it up. You're sitting on the 23rd pick in the draft. Receiver, 20, receiver, receiver. Yeah, I mean, we haven't even gotten there. I haven't even talked about, like, your draft needs. All I've done is said you have $27.8 million in salary gap space. You have a solid team that needs a bonafide number one receiver, right? 
That's what you need. So go look at the landscape and see what you can get. I don't know what you can get, but just because I don't know doesn't mean that there isn't some team out there set up with their diva wide receiver who just wants to get paid, right? And if you can do that, then go to war with Tyler Huntley. It's, It's even better if you think you can get one in the draft. Yeah. If you think you can get a diva wide receiver in the draft, then go definitely do that because you are sitting on a goddamn gold mine. You know that you like you know out loud with your voice that you can um you like you know like with you know with your voice that like you have a tradable asset. Yes. Serious tradable asset in Lamar Jackson that yeah. could draft picks for years to come. Mm-hmm. Like you have to trade him. Yeah. And if you do though, but if you do trade him and you get that bounty, you could be set up to rule the AFC North along with the Bengals for a good long time because Joe Burrow's time to get overpaid as a quarterback, that's coming. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Josh, and also, yeah. you can't blame the GM for the Ravens because I listen, I like Lamar Jackson, but can you trust this man staying healthy every year? That's the question. You can't trust him to be happy. Yeah. What would it have taken? What would it have taken for him to be on the sidelines? Is the answer nothing? Yeah. Is the answer like walking through the door? I mean, like he's he's the kind of guy who you're like, look, dude. Like, I mean, and you you heard this. You heard this from Mashadi. He's like, we want Lamar Jackson here. We think he's great. Blah 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 blah. Just tell me what you want. I'm not even kidding. I know it sounds like I'm kidding. I'm not yeah. kidding. Just yeah. say anything, dude. Just say this is the number that I want to be at. Yep. Bet you, Mashadi would have been like, "Yeah, fine. We got to lower the guarantees, but otherwise, we're square." Yeah. And Lamar was like, "No, fuck that. You're disrespecting me." Like, dude, that's exhausting. Yep. You're just trying to have a normal negotiation. Say, "I want this," and then we will tell you how we want to get there, and you're going to argue with me about how we're going to get there, and then eventually we will settle on the number. We just may have a disagreement about like how it gets done. Mm-hmm. But, like, don't be away from the team while you're doing that. Don't not return my calls. Mm-hmm. Just tell me. Yeah. And you heard that. You heard that from the Ravens over and over and over again. So now you're sitting on a gold mine, an exclusive rights, for, um, unrestricted, like an exclusive rights franchise tagged free agent. He's yep. not going anywhere unless you trade him. Yep. So go work out the trade. Yeah. And Josh, and I'm, I'm, and I, and I'm with bold. you. I love my boy Wayne, but if you're right, I mean, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't think he's going to get traded, but if he does, I would not – if I had to bet my money, I would not be surprised if he's a Panther because that ninth pick would attract – that would attract the Ravens a lot. It would, but but we'll, we'll see. We'll see if you're right because well, – let me ask you this. So I'm going right. to do a trade proposal, and you're okay. going to tell me that it's stupid, and I'm going to ask you why. Okay. If you're the Baltimore Ravens – yeah. And Detroit offers you both their picks in the first round. Are you done? Mm. I would do it. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Period. I think you're done. If you can get picks number six and pick number 17, I think you're done. I think that's it. Furthermore, if you sign an exclusive rights free agent, you you have to give up two first round picks. That's your that's the cost for signing an exclusive rights free agent. So mm. if Detroit be like, look, man, you can either have these picks this way or you can have these picks the other way. 
but the upgrade from Jared Goff to Lamar Jackson is a joke. <laughs> and I love, I love Jared Goff. He's amazing. Yeah. He's not Lamar Jackson. No, no. No, he's not. He's not. So we'll see what the Ravens do, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to root for the Ravens. Hopefully they have a good offseason in the draft, and we'll see if they do. I mean, Well, I hopefully- will say this. I will say this about the Ravens. If they do not trade Lamar Jackson, if they re-sign him, yeah. okay, I predict the Ravens to finish second exactly where they are. Only if they trade him for a bounty could I see them getting above the Bengals. Oh. Okay, John. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, we'll see. Okay, now let's, let's go to this team because this fan base needs help, obviously. Josh, you know who I'm talking about. The Cleveland Browns. Man, uh-huh. oh, man. And by the way, Josh, mark it down. I don't care what happens. Kevin Spass is going to get fired. He's going to get fired no matter what. It's and I would not be surprised if Jim Schwartz. Isn't it? And I would not be surprised if Jim Schwartz is the head coach next year. Anyway, I know, I know. But anyways, um, but no, listen, obviously, if you're a Browns fan, obviously, you could be happy about Chubb. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens with Cream Hunt. Obviously, you got Amari Cooper, you know, Joku. You know, you're still going to improve your defense. But so, John, what can you make Browns fans happy? I can't. Oh, man. And, and they know that I can't. They know in their heart of hearts that I can't. Because even if on a game-by-game basis you think you have a win, yeah. right? even if you want to talk yourself into the idea that, you know what, I can win this game, I can win that game, I can win this game. And if we had all of these different games up together, we can get to number one, right? We can we can win. The truth is, is that you can just as easily imagine yourself losing those games. Like, you know, in your heart of hearts as a Browns fan – you know what your team is. You know that you can win just as easily as you can lose. Which place do you wear precisely, right? <laughs> Where precisely do you think you're going with Deshaun Watson? <laughs> and the answer is third in the division in a good year. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless the Baltimore Ravens just completely fuck it up. Yep. You have no reason to think that the Baltimore Ravens are going to completely fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Unless the Pittsburgh Steelers just completely fuck up everything. Mm-hmm. You have no reason, historically, to believe that that's going to You know what's crazy, Josh? And I love what we're talking about this because I was talking, yeah. to, my friend, I was talking to my friend about this. We, said, we both said Jim Harbaugh and Mike Tallman are the smartest coaches in this division. Zach Taylor and Stefanski are the stupid – Stupid uh, offensive play callers, which is probably true, Josh. Would you agree with that? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You understand that it doesn't matter. He's got Jamar Chase and you don't. Yeah, yeah. And, like, Amari Cooper's fine. He's not Jamar Chase. No, And you no. know in your heart of hearts that he's not Jamar Chase. No, hell no, no. And, no. like, it's lovely that you have Deontay Johnson. He's not Jamar Chase. And you no, know no. In your heart of hearts, he's not um, Jamar Chase. And like Rashad, Rashad Bateman, is that right? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. He's great. He's not Jamar Chase. I think Josh will, will, will Mike fuck up the Cleveland Browns is the Rashad Watson contract. Just like Rodgers, right? Of course. Yeah. Of course it's going to fuck them up. But it's not going to fuck them up because he's necessarily bad or not worth it. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if he is. Like, see, this is the issue, um, Vince. This is the point, right? It doesn't even matter if he's worth the contract or not. Yep. Your team is not going to be able to get past the Bengals or the Ravens, period. Yep. Yep. Okay? Like, so what are you really fighting for here? Yep. Now, by the way, I haven't even mentioned their salary cap situation. They're $14.3 million below the salary, like, um, above the salary cap right now before you do anything. 
They wow. have no first-round picks, and they have no third-round picks. Okay, so like we're not even getting into like whether or not their salary cap is is like we're not talking about moves or anything. What we're talking about is where can you get to with the talent that you have, right? Mm-hmm. And if you are a realist, if you're any kind of realist, you recognize that your offensive weapons, short of Donovan Peoples-Jones, who like made a leap to what number two. Yeah. The number two receiver. So he made that leap. Amari Cooper is not a number one receiver. No. Even Joku had like. He's number two. He's number two. Yeah. Like you were never going to get where you wanted to go as like a Cleveland Browns fan. It just was never going to happen. So if you trade for Deshaun Watson, where do you end up in the pecking And the best you can get, if you're being a realist, is number three. You have to rely on so many other things above you going wrong. You right. Say, you know what? The Baltimore Ravens are just going to be over-injured, and that's how we get to two. Yeah. And, the, and the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow is just going to fall off a cliff, and that's how we get to number one. Like, you're asking other teams to be stupid. Right. Like, you're trying to ignore reality. Um, it's a shame if what you prophesize comes to, comes to fruition. Not because, like, it's a horrible prediction. It's because, like, Kevin Stefanski isn't a jack shit. Yeah, no. I would hire him on the Bills tomorrow to replace Kevin to replace Ken Dorsey. Like I I think that like he's done everything he can with Nick Chubb in a cloud of dust. Yeah. It's not his fault. No. It's it's that they're just they're not talented enough. They are missing so many pieces on defense. Yeah. It, it's, it's bonkers. So yeah, so that's I'm sorry I couldn't help your fans. I, I'm sorry I couldn't help <laughs> Like, the Browns are just – they're awful. They're not good. And, like, you have to save people from their dreams, you know? <laughs> and I'm not who feels that way. Netflix made a movie about such a thing. So, like – No, Josh, what about LeBron? Cleveland! Yeah, I mean, LeBron is, like, the best of the example of, like, you have to save people from their dreams. Like, you just have to be like, look, LeBron, we're not there. We understand you want to be there. We, we got it. We're not going to be there this year. Please eat your vegetables. Don't force us to make a bunch of trades that have no like bearing on things. We're just not there this year. Yeah. We'll be there next year. This year we're not there. No. Yeah. Improve me now. Like, yeah. Food. Anyway, I'm stuck. No, 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 Josh, you're you're right. And uh, I was talking to my buddy Ben, and which, by the way, I might podcast with him later this week, later later today, actually. My, my buddy uh, Ben Ferry, which is, by the way, he's a Commander fan. So shout, shout out to him. But anyways, um, he's been happy. Well, he's gonna be happy when we get to them. Oh, interesting. I've got interesting. I've got stuff to say about the Commander. Interesting. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, no, but seriously, Josh. Um, listen, offensively, they're they're. I mean, hey, I, I was pray for them. I mean, they're not bad, but. Obviously, their weaker point is their defense. So hopefully, Cleveland do well in the offseason on their defense. And same for them for the draft. Which, by the way, you like you said, they don't have a first round pick. Okay, now with the um, excuse me, and let's go with this team, the um, uh, the Bengals. Well, they will save Steelers for last. Okay, so let me ask you this, John: Is it according to my friend? It's possible they they might trade T Higgins, Higgins, or do you think they're going to retain him? What do you think is going to happen? And make Bengals fans happy. I'm I'm looking. I'm looking. Well, mm. what does T. Higgins want for a salary? Mm. Um, like, what does T. Higgins want? And you have to know. Yeah. You have to get a clear answer 
from T. Higgins yeah. as to what he's looking for in the market. He can give you any number, yeah. but you have to know what that number is yep. before you talk about trading him. He instantly becomes the number one receiver like in the free agency. I, I love Juju Smith-Schuster. He's not as good as T. Higgins. Great. Hell I don't know. Or something. Yeah. Okay, so then your question becomes, okay, what can we get for T. Higgins? Can we get a first-round pick? If Stefan Dix can get a first-round pick, so too might T. Higgins, right? And wouldn't he look great? I mean, you want to you have an imagination. Mm. How amazing would he look in Atlanta? <sighs> T. Higgins, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Cordero Patterson. And you don't care who the quarterback is, right? <laughs> I don't. I think that's good and proper good. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. So, yeah, like, what is he looking for? Now, I'm looking at the sport track projections, and it says here that they think that his salary, that he wants $20 million a year. Um, he is better than Mike Williams. I am not interested in $20 million a year. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200 If that's the number that I need to get to to make T. Higgins happy, he's getting traded. He's not a $20 million a year receiver. Not what I have Jamar Jamar on the same team. He's good. He's good. He's not a he, he's not a twenty million dollar a year wide receiver. But by the way, neither is Mike Williams. So I don't know what to tell him because that's what he's going to do. If I'm in yeah. a negotiation with him, he's going to be like, "But look, Mike Williams got this," and I'm going to be like, "Yeah," and he shouldn't have. And neither should you. And then I'm going to yeah. get fucked out on. And the thing about this is, they might lose T. Higgins and Jesse Bates, right? So, and also, Bengals fans, the Bengals fans know this, Josh. Yeah, the question is going to be oh. the question is going to be will the owner spend money again this offseason? Because according to what I hear, the Bengals owner is cheap. We'll see if that's true. No, no, what you hear is right. The Bengals owner is cheap. Like we're, nobody's arguing that. Um, yeah. The issue is that like you have thirty, you have thirty-five million dollars, thirty-five point seven million dollars worth of salary cap space, and you have Joe Burrow coming up as a free agent. Hold on, sit down. Sit, sit. Let me. I just clicked it. I'm about to tell you when he becomes a free agent. It's not ne- this year, but I'm pretty sure it's next I year. I think that's the next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's next year. Everything revolves around getting Joe Burrow signed. Everything revolves yes. around Burrow needing to be signed. Now, how you get there is a question, but it doesn't really matter. Like, Joe Burrow is everything. Yep. To- and so he's the number one priority. Sorry, T especially since you're already signed for this year. Like, you're already locked in. It's my choice whether I want to trade you or not. And I get it that you want more money, and you're going to wait for me to go burn. That's what's going to happen. And, like, unless you're going to take some kind of contract that just completely, like, supersedes anything, right? Like, if you're going to take a silly contract, then we can talk. But like, if you're actually about like, well, what what's going to be best for me? Then you're going to wait until I get done with Joe Burrow. And I, by the way, if it makes you feel any better, I imagine I'll get done with him. You know, sometime in the summer. Mm. Like, I I do want to address your contract, but like, you're third in the pecking order. Yeah. And imagine that T Higgins isn't going to want to hear what I have to say. Thank right. God. But like, Jones, what do you, what do you think the Bengals needs to focus on more in this offseason? Obviously, get probably they're probably going to trade T Higgins. So. What's their main focus this offseason, pretty much? Pretty I don't much. know that they're going to trade T. Higgins. I think they're going to trade T. Higgins. I definitely okay. want to make that clear. 
Um, I, I think they're going to trade T. Higgins. I don't know that they're going to. A lot depends on what Joe Burrow is willing to do for okay. his prospect. Um, and that has to be the focus. Like, to answer your question bluntly, everything is about Joe Burrow. Can yep. we sign? How much is he going to want? What right. can we do after we get that done, right? And if the answer to that question, if the answer to those questions is, yeah, well, he's fine. Like, we can, we can continue to operate, which, by the way, is what I hope. Right. Mm-hmm. The answer to that, if Joe Burrow is willing to work with me so that I can keep this team together, then by all means, man, I'm interested in keeping T. Higgins. I just don't think it's going to be that way. Right. Yeah. I think that it's going to be. I think Joe Burrow is going to say, no, I want my money. Yep. I, I'm the I'm what the second best or third best quarterback, depending on how you feel. Yeah. Like, so what do I think like the Bengals need to focus on? I think the Bengals, once they get done focused on being focused on Joe Burrow, the next problem is Jamar Chase because they're behind. And Ooh. then you left with. It's like, and then I have to focus on defense. I want to sign Von Bell. I want to sign Jesse Bates. I know that you have an acrimonious relationship. I, I got it. I would, <laughs> love, I would love to keep Jesse Bates in the building if I can. Yeah. Right? I might not be able to, but if I can't, it's not because I'm cheap. It's because, like, I'm busy working on Joe Burrow. Yep. And I know you're going to miss him, but, like, Joe Burrow is the priority, right? So, the, so they're going to resign real Eli Apple, I guess? But, uh, Who has okay. any idea? How can you be confident? How can you be confident of anything until <laughs> you know that Joe Burrow is sticking around? Yeah. I can't be confident. Can you be confident? No, no, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. This is why I'm focusing on this team because because I, I, I respect this team. Man. I love this team. Shout out to my boy, Russ. From locker room because he he, co- he covers the Bengals, but uh no, but seriously, I want Bengal fans to be happy. Also, Billy, shout out to my boy Billy as well. No, but seriously, and my boy Carlo, no, because because they they have the right future, Josh, and I want them to make it right. Uh, but obviously, obviously, hopefully the owner will spend more money. Hopefully this offseason, hopefully they can keep keep this team contained. But we'll see. We'll we'll find out if T can get traded next next month next month. Hopefully, hopefully free agency in the offseason. Is going to be more crazier than the NBA treasure line. Than I, I don't think so, but we'll see. Anyways, well, anyway, with... a lot to ask. I mean, do you right. feel differently? You can tell me you feel differently. I'll be wrong on this. I think it's a lot to ask for the Bengals to be too active in free agency yeah. when you have Joe Burrow coming up. Yep. I couldn't be. I can tell you right now that, like, the Bills, prior to getting Josh Allen signed, right, they were cautious with everything. You didn't yep. see Stefan Diggs get signed until after Josh Allen. You didn't see Gabe Davis sign until after Josh Allen. And you didn't see Von Miller until after Josh Allen. I can't imagine that the Bengals are going to be so different. Yep. They become completely irrelevant without Joe Burrow. Exactly. exactly. So, yeah, everything revolves around Josh Allen. And I don't think that's being cheap. I think that's being logical. Yep. Well, Josh, here we go. I mean, he, we Steeler, go. Steeler fans are going to listen to this. So, my boy Ethan, my boy Samari, so, and my boy Ace. So, what I mean, listen. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. He's a really damn good coach. Um, I I I I, I like Kenny Pickett. At first, I didn't. I mean, I, because everybody makes fun of his small hands. But but at the end of the day, Josh, he did play decent. Um, in, in, in at the end of the um season. So I mean, even though the Steelers fell short because because of the, of the stupid Jets game and the Miami game, that if the Jets would have won, Steelers would have had would have been in. It would have been a lot more interesting than. Obviously, the Skyler Thompsons of the world. But, anyways, um, Josh, how do you feel about this team? Uh, I like their defense. I mean, hopefully, they can upgrade a corner. Um, 
but for me, and I know Steeler fans don't like Matt Canada as the OC. I, I get that. But for me, for me, in my opinion, the Steelers, all they have to do is keep building that old line. If they can keep doing that, they'll be fine. But they should have done that two years ago, but that's not no hindrance there. So, Josh, help Steeler fans be happy. What can they do to solve it this offseason and the draft? Well, I'm going to tell you. So, I'm going to tell a very small story. It's not going to be crazy. Okay, here we go. Let's go. Small story. So, I went to visit New Orleans, um, I don't know, four months, five months ago to visit my dad. And I was walking in the airport um, with my wife. And my wife said, you know, my, my, one of the things about me is that if I have to go anywhere for longer than four hours, sometimes even less, I will go to Starbucks and I will get myself one of these tall drinks, right? Mm-hmm. And Starbucks in the D.C. airport, in the Reagan airport, that you can order ahead from is like way the hell on the other side of the airport. So I was like, look, I'm going to go do this. I don't really care what you want, honey. I'm doing this. And she's like, don't you want to sit at our gate for two hours? I was like, no, I want to go get my Starbucks. So I left her there um, so that she could read and I could go get the Starbucks. And I'm walking down and I see a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And I said, go Steelers. And they said, yeah, go Steelers. And I said, it's like having, it's like having a, a leak in an unfurnished basement, isn't it? He was like, what do you mean? And, he, and I said, you can plug anybody you want into quarterback. Mm-hmm. You can plug anybody you want into running back. You can draft Najee Harris. This is before the season. You can draft Najee Harris. You, can, you have Deontay Johnson. Maybe Kenny Pickett's the guy. It's not really about that. As yep. long as your offensive line is the problem, it doesn't matter what pipe you replace. Exactly. It doesn't matter whether you get a – whether – like you can replace any of the pipes to fix the – like to fix the plumbing. Your basement is still unfinished. Yep. And that's where you're at with the Steelers. And the good news for the Pittsburgh Steelers is that you aren't really in salary cap hell. What you are is your minus $4 million – um, below the cap, and you become $5 million over the cap the moment you cut Mitch Trubisky. But here's the good news. Everybody's made the Mitch Trubisky mistake. You're not the only one. Everybody learns when they have Mitch Trubisky that he sucks. <laughs> so you won't, so you're not the only one who's made that mistake. And the moment you do that, you go $5 million over the cap. You also have the 17th pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to tell you, after doing some of my draft research, that there are some really good guards that are completely available to you. I'm also here to tell you that Connor McGovern, Garrett Bradbury, Jason Kelsey, Aaron McCoy, Mitch Morse, Rodney Hudson, these guys are all available if you want to put like you know resources into your offensive line. This is not some pie-in-the-sky dream. Like You can build an offensive line this year if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. And for my money, I think you should. You've got the most valuable thing in all of professional sports, which is a quarterback on a rookie contract. Go take advantage of it. Cam Hayward becomes a free agent next year. I know he's 34 years old. Here's a hope that you can re-sign it. You can restructure that deal. You took care of the TJ Watt problem. You know, yep. you did you did good on the TJ Watt issue. Your free agents, as we're as we're looking at them right now, like I understand that you want to keep Devin Bush, you know, and I know that you want to keep Cameron Sutton, but like if they don't fit in your plans, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be fine. Right. Like, and Cam Sutton is fine. Like, he's good. He also 
you know, kind of lost a job to Levi Wallace, but whatever. <laughs> he could he could still be good. Who has any idea, right? If you if you really value Cam Sutton and you really I know you want to re-sign Devin Bush, but like you'll get there. You'll get him. He's not impossible. But like none of your guys, none of them are like, oh my God, what are we ever going to do if we lose the like like you're okay. Everybody yep. that's important is signed. So what are you going to do? Right. My advice would be to sign like a really good would be to sign some interior offensive linemen, get Harris the holes that would make him an effective running back. You know, like, um, sorry, come on. Wait, how many offensive linemen do they they need? Two, two, or at least I would say two. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm not. What's the problem with them? Oh, that's such a stupid thing. Sorry. You're good. But it's not me. I don't care that they're coming across coders who are stupid. I don't care. It's not me. All right. So, yeah, like, I'm just not worried about it. I'm just not, like, I like I would I would like to get two offensive linemen because I think that the offense is pretty much there. Yeah. I swear with Deontay Johnson. I'm really happy with George Pickens. I'm, yeah. like, awesome pick. Um, I think Deontay Johnson is good and proper good. Um, I also think that like they need a tight end, but whatever they exist in the draft, go get. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm I'm pleased. I'm really pleased with like the Steelers. And the question becomes like, well, where do I think they're going, right? And well, I get there when we rank them. But like for me, the Steelers are an offensive line away from being where they were. Mm. Now, where they were could mean a lot of different things. And for me, where they were would mean number two in the division. Mm. But in the playoffs, a wild card team. Yeah, because Mike Tomlin has a winning season every year, Josh. He does. He does. I believe in Mike Tomlin. I don't have any problems with Mike Tomlin. You're not gonna you're not gonna get me to say anything bad about Mike Tomlin. You're not gonna get me to say anything really bad about the Steelers roster. I think they're good. I think they're fine. I think that um, they need a little bit of help on the offensive line and they can get it, right? Let's see what they do in free agency, but, like, they're in a good spot. I agree. I agree. And shout out to the Steelers fans, though, because, because they're not – because, John, I talk to Steelers fans. They're not they're not high on the OC, Matt Canada, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But it's, it's, like, it's like my buddy says. I mean, if you have a good old line – and, well, if you have a battle line, of course your OCs, your offensive coordinator is going to look bad. But if you have, a, if you have a decent, if you have a decent uh, O line, I mean he he's going to call good play call because obviously you have a decent O line. So we'll see what happens. I hope you're right because I do think this. Well, I want to I want to leave Steelers fans with this important message. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I would take your team over anybody in the NFC South. <laughs> there we go. That that. that <laughs> Anyways, you know what, Josh? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go with that. By the way, shout out to Steel. We'll see what happens with, with their team. Okay. Now, which one would you want to go? To the well, wait a minute. Aren't we going to rank the teams in order, or no? Do we not need to? I mean, we can go. Okay. What's our choice? The Cowboys. Giants. No, but aren't we going to rank the teams in order for the AFC North or no? Okay, okay, let's do it together. Let's do it together. When, when healthy in, in off season two. Healthy. So for me, for me, one, yeah. one, 
I'm going to go with the Bengals. Two, Ravens. Three, Steelers. But I would not be surprised if Steelers are two. Four, wow, I can't believe I'm saying Cleveland will four. Wow. Yes, you can. (laughs) Nothing, nothing. Josh, in other words, the Browns are going to Browns. Go ahead. Right. That's exactly right. Um, Number four is going to be the Cleveland Browns. I'm not so sure. I mean, now that I think on it, like, I'm not so sure that the Steelers can't overtake the Ravens just in the same way that I'm not so sure the Ravens can't overtake the Steelers um, or stay on top of the Steelers. I think that's going to be really close. Um, To be a little contrarian, I think I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers um, as number two, which would put the Ravens number three as they get used to life without Lamar and because their fans are going to have like a Brooklyn Nets type condition when Lamar gets traded. Oh, woe is me. We weren't going to contend for the championship, but now we're definitely. No, no, John, that is over the last right there. Um, And then, yeah, and of course you take the Bengals, of course, because they have Joe Burrow and you don't, right? But like, yeah, like that's my prediction. My prediction is that Lamar is going to leave and we're going to have three days of Ravens saying, now we're never going to win a championship because we never did with Lamar, but now we're definitely not going to win a championship. No, Josh, you're, 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 you're. Steelers in that division play. They play in the NFC West, and I forget the other division that they uh, the, the division that they play. But they, I mean, but I mean, hey, the Steelers can beat Seattle with their defense. They can beat the Cardinals, so that's not saying much. And then they could definitely beat the Rams. So your scenario could happen, Josh. Yeah, it could I, mean, happen. I could beat the Rams. I don't even need a team. Oh, God. Anybody can beat the Rams. <laughs> 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 you can beat pizza pizza guys. Oh man, is he awful! All right, we, I should keep. Picking. Oh, oh gosh, you're telling me Matthew Stafford's washed. Anyways, anyways, okay. Um, you want to go Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, or Commander? Which one would you want to go first? Um, so let's see. Where where do I want to? You go? want it? We want to start with the Giants. Yeah, let's start with the. Giants. Okay, okay. Let me go with the Giants because you're not. You guys, you're not high. Okay, listen. First of all, Josh, here, here's my thing, right? I think Giant fans are going to be happy, here, and here's why. Now, obviously, they got to resign Saquon Barkley. I like their GM because their GM came from the Bills, by the way, and that's why the Giants are going to sign some Bills players. I said some, not all. But, I mean, you, you saw you saw this year, right? They, they signed, um, you know, um, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Isaiah, was it Isaiah Hudgens, whatever his name is? Isaiah, um, uh, uh uh, hit, was it Isaiah Hitchens or uh, whatever? Whatever they signed him, he was a former Bills player, and I think the Giants did well in the draft this past year. Okay, if the sure. Giants do well in the draft this year, you know, obviously that to me their major needs are receiver. They got they got to get more receivers. I think I think Brian Dable did a hell of a job with Daniel Jones. That's number one. Number two, I I do think they need more linebackers. But Josh, in my opinion, if they did well in the offseason and in the draft, I do think the Giants could be second, second or third. I, I, I expect year three, Dable and the Giants will be really fucking good. But year two, I think they'll be mid. Just like just like this year, but a lot better. So, Josh, what do you what do you think of the Giants? And I, I know what you said on the end of the show. <laughs> because he, he said Daniel Jones stinks. But go ahead, go for Josh. But go ahead. Tell, tell, tell my Giants fan, Giant fan friends. And do, do you think Giant fans are going to be happy? Because I think they have a good GM that came for the Bills. Go ahead, Josh. 
Um, I'm, I'm going to challenge you first. And, oh, here we go. Okay, tell me. And, and say, I don't think you have any Giants friends. At least not ones who publicly declare themselves as <laughs> Giants <laughs> friends. I don't think those really exist. <laughs> no, they, they, no, they do. I know. Go ahead. Uh, no, I'm teasing. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not there, but I can see it. I just, it's, it's really hard for me to get there with the Giants, not because I don't believe in them, but because as far as I know on offense, they have two weapons yep. in Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, and they're both up for free agency. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, like, if you're – I mean, we've talked now about all these teams for Derek Carr. Yeah. Or not able to get Derek Carr, why wouldn't you want Daniel Jones? As a matter of fact, <laughs> if you are able to get Derek Carr, why wouldn't you want Daniel Jones? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> well, I know it sounds funny, but isn't it the truth? I mean, is it that far? Like you don't, you don't believe in Danny Dimes? Gosh, you don't rather have Daniel Jones. Gosh, gosh, gosh. you don't believe you don't believe in Danny Danny Dimes? That's his nickname, Danny Dimes. I just told you I'd rather have Derek um, Daniel Jones than Derek Carr. Okay, there you go. Okay, but that's my point. But that's my point, right? So for yeah. the moment, let's assume that you're not going to use the franchise tag because it would blow up your forty-four million dollars in salary gap space. Yeah. Use the franchise tag for thirty-five or thirty-eight million dollars on Daniel Jones. Let's just suppose that you're not willing to do that. Okay, like if if Daniel Jones gets to unrestricted free agency, wouldn't you rather have Daniel Jones over Derek Carr? Yes. Yes. Over, would you rather have Daniel Jones over Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes. Yes. Would you rather have Daniel Jones over Taylor Heineke? Yes. I'm doing this to make a point, which is that aside from Aaron Rodgers and <laughs> Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones is the third best quarterback, not Derek Carr. Yeah. But like, if you're Daniel Jones and you know this, then why the fuck would you like not want to get the hell out of the New York Giants? Because <laughs> they can pay you a bunch of money. But if yeah. they're not willing to pay you a bunch of money, you got a thousand places to go. Yeah. Would you rather have Daniel Jones or Skylar Thompson? <laughs> right? Wait. Right? No, 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 right. no, no, no. Josh, here's my answer. Here's my answer. No, no, no. I'll obviously take Daniel Jones. But of course ahead. you would. It's not a question. It's a joke. Josh, some Miami fans would take uh, uh, would take Skylar Thompson. They're like, stupid. You know what? <laughs> If you really would take Skylar Thompson over Daniel Jones, you don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> like, like you know, you're not really a football fan. <laughs> you are, but you're not. I know that the TV is, but you're not processing what's going on. <laughs> like, so, like, but the point that I was trying yeah, yeah. to for you is that, like, if you're Daniel Jones, yeah. what the fuck would you, like, not test free agency? That's true, that's true, yeah. So, if you're the Giants and you know that, Right, you better have a deal done with Daniel Jones prior to free agency. Yeah. Right. If you're gonna pay thirty million dollars, Daniel Jones is the quarterback, not Derek Carr. Not even a little. Right. Mm-hmm. Or no, yeah. I'm wrong. It's okay to tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. You're not. You're not. You're not wrong. So let me ask you this: What do you think the Giants' major needs are? For me, I think it's linebacker or in receiver. Well, Their main needs to me is receiver. It hinges on Daniel Jones. I'll, I'll tell you why I keep stalling on this topic, right? I know you want me to analyze everything, but it's important to stall here because if you don't have Daniel Jones, right, or if Daniel Jones is franchise tag, 
then because the, the issue is that Saquon Barkley really is your best player, right? Daniel Jones is the most valuable, but mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley is the is the best, mm-hmm. right? I I told you on the last show that I would move heaven and earth for Saquon Barkley. That like mm-hmm. if it's the Buffalo Bills, find the Buffalo Bills, and I'm where I got to, and I can replace Devin Singletary and James Cook with Saquon Barkley. I'm not even thinking about it. Me that too. It's a joke of an upgrade. Like it's it, it changes it changes everything about to get Saquon Barkley on the Bills. Yep. And the thing of it is, is that, like, I can convince myself I, – I can't do it with the Niners, right? But, like, I could convince myself if I were the Chiefs, like, would I rather have Isaiah Pacheco or Saquon Barkley? I'd rather have Saquon. Would I rather have Joe Mixon or Saquon Barkley? I'd rather have Saquon. Would I rather – if I were the Baltimore Ravens, would I rather have um, – J.K. Dobbins? Yeah, J.K. Dobbins or Saquon Barkley? Barkley. Uh, right? It's that big of a leap, right? So if I can't keep Daniel Jones and I let Saquon test the market, Saquon's going somewhere. Yeah, He's going somewhere. So like Giants fans are in this pickle, right? And if I'm the Giants, and this is where I'm going with all of this, with my $45 million in cap room, I started the year to myself, I was ready to let go of Daniel Jones. And I'm going to end the year saying that I'm ready to let go of Daniel Jones because I want to keep Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. How about that? Mm. So if Daniel Jones goes, who's my backup, right? It's Tyrod Miller, and I'm picking number 26 in the draft, right? And I don't think the quarterbacks are going to be available for Hell, him no. No. In, in the draft. How much different is your roster at the beginning of last year, okay, prior to knowing, only knowing what we knew last year, so you haven't seen this Okay. How much different of a spot are you in if you're able to sign Taylor Heineke instead of Daniel Jones, but you're able to keep everything else and improve the team? Hmm. I mean, I think Heineke is for me is more of a backup, but I get I get what you're saying. Yeah. I agree with you that Heineke is more of a backup. But if I'm able to improve everywhere else, which I would be able to do if I kept Saquon and let Daniel Jones go. If I'm able to, you know what? I like your strategy because what you're saying is they can get better on defense, get rid of Daniel Jones, get Haneke, and get a quarterback next year. Yeah, yeah. I'm inclined, more inclined to do that. Here's the bad news: I'm not in charge of the Giants, and what I think is going to happen is I think you're going to overpay for Daniel Jones. I think you're going to overpay to keep Saquon Barkley in the building, even though you should. Right, make it abundantly clear. Saquon Barkley is absolutely worth the overpay. But in the result of doing both of those things, I think you're going to find yourself salary cap salary cap strapped to a like railroad that leads you to fourth in the division. That's what I think is going to happen. But if I had my choice, I would drop Daniel Jones, improve the rest of the roster. Is what Brandon Bean and um, Dayball wanted to do when they took the job, yeah. right? And because of the way Daniel Jones played, blossomed under um, Dayball. I think they're going to go the other direction. I think you're going to find yourself in fourth place. Interesting. Okay. 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 You can, I mean, you can argue back with me. You can tell me that you think Daniel Jones no, is better. Here's, here's what I think, Josh. If they improve, this is this is what I think. If they improve this offseason, if they improve in the, in the draft. I think the Giants have a chance to be the second best team in this division. Second. Because to me, I can't wait to talk about the Cowboys because you know what? Fuck it. 
But Cowboy okay. fans are going to listen to this. And by the way, shout out, shout out to my friend Ashley. Ashley Baker on Twitter. Can't wait to podcast with her pretty soon. But anyways, anyways, now obviously, listen, the Cowboys, for, for me, to here's the thing, Josh. And obviously, what's saving Mark McCarthy's ass is Dan Quinn. Let's keep it real, because this man had Mike Nolan as his D.C. four years ago, and he was awful. Then they hired Dan Quinn as their D.C., and now their defense is becoming good. Now, now here's my prediction. I would not be surprised if Dan Quinn is that cold next year because Jerry Jones thinks he's slick because the OC is Brian Schottemeyer. And guess who he? Who, I guess who? I guess who he? Who he uh, was the OC for for Seattle? So, so anyways, Josh, let's keep going. Um, Josh, what do you got to say to the Cowboy fans? Because I know we like to make fun of them, but I'll say this: they know how to draft. They 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 do, but obviously they told themselves. You know what? We made a mistake trading Lamar Cooper because they signed T.Y. Allen, and they're obviously going for Odell. Which, by the way, Odell lives in Dallas, so we'll see if Odell is still interested in the Cowboys in free agency. So, Josh, do the Cowboys for you have a decent future? Decent future. Also, the question is going to be: Will they resign Tony Pollard? How much does Tony Pollard like Dallas? Let's let's go with that first. Interesting. Okay, I don't uh, know. Like he suffered a major injury. He did, I, and that's what I'm going to ask you. If you're a team, would you still yeah. pay Pollard with that injury? Well, again, how much does Tony Pollard like Dallas? Okay. Like uh-huh. before the injury, I would have said absolutely not. Um, this is a team that is um, over eight million dollars over the cap right now. Um, yep. They can create moves. They, they, they can make moves to get under that figure. Um, restructuring Dak Prescott would be just a tremendous deal for them. Same yep. thing with Marcus Lawrence. Um, same thing with Zach Martin. All of those guys expire in 2025. I imagine they're going to restructure and keep those guys. Um, Ashley Baker, if you're listening to this, <laughs> um, I – think that the Dallas Cowboys are in for a little bit of a struggle next year. Uh-oh. Not because I think they're bad, mm-hmm. but just because of how deep I consider the NFC East to be. And specifically, I think that like um specifically I think that um Leighton Vander Esch, oh, yeah. a linebacker, is going to make a lot more than two million dollars a year. Uh-huh. I, I just do a 27 year old quarterback uh, um, linebacker with the talent of Leighton Vander Esch. I know he's injured. I, I got it. I know that he's injured. Yep. I'm very interested in him. I think he's a, a major difference maker on the field. And I can't imagine that the NFC doesn't feel the same way as me. Um, I also think that Anthony, um, Anthony Barr or not Anthony Barr. Um, Anthony, oh, no, no, I got to, I got to, it's uh Anthony uh, Brown. Brown, Anthony yeah. Brown. Yeah, I also think he's going to get a um, a good a good sized contract. Um, and you know, finally, Dalton Schultz. You know, Dalton yep. Schultz, Dak Prescott. You can make a case that that's arguably the most important offensive weapon. I know that people like to think that it's CD Lamb, but whenever you need a first down, it always seems to be Dalton, Dalton Schultz. Schultz. Yep, yep. Um, so, like, what do I really think about the Dallas Cowboys? Like. I think they're going to be good. Yeah. That piece I think is going to happen, but I don't see how they create all of the money needed to keep all of their guys. And then yeah. they will, where would the Cowboys upgrade? And I yeah. think the initial answer 
should be offensive line. Yeah. But again, like, can you really count on that? I mean, I know Zach Martin is aging, but like how many tackles are better than Zach Martin at what they do? You know, it's crazy. Their best tackles are 32 years old. Zach Martin and Tyler Smith. But keep going. Yeah. Yeah. But that's sort of, that's sort of my point. Right. Which is like, even if I want to believe that I like, I want to believe in the Cowboys. I want to believe that this year wasn't a fluke. There's just so much. Yeah. Um, there's just so much that they have to do that they have to hit home runs in the draft. Yeah. And, also, they got to think about getting a quarterback pretty soon because Dak is, gonna, is 29 years old, bro. Well, so their window, I, their window is almost closing. Well, I, I think Dak's going to restructure. I can't imagine that he wants to test free agency after the year that he had, after um, the injuries that he's had, after the loyalty that um, Jerry has shown him. But yeah, like if they end up as third in the division, yeah, like that's not such an impossible dream. Um, yeah. it's probably where I'm going to end up picking them, unless Ashley Barker, fr- um, sorry, Baker, Baker, it's a Baker, yeah, 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 unless Ashley Baker friends me on Facebook, that's probably where I'm going to end up uh, <laughs> picking them because, well, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I just, I can't see. I just think there's, there's too many free agents. Yeah. Someone is going to slip through the cracks. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Right. Yeah. And so, if that happens, like, can the can the Dallas Cowboys hit a home run from twenty seven in the draft? Maybe. Right. But yeah. like, I don't think that I don't think it can be assured. I think that yeah, you're going to have some like nervousness there. I certainly am nervous. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I don't know how you can get around it too. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't think that, like, just saying, like, yeah, all right, I'm not worried. I don't think that works. Yeah. With or without Oda Beckham Jr., by the way. Like, with or without Oda Beckham Jr., I still think that, like, you just – you can't be you, – you just – you can't feel confident about it. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. So let me ask you this for the Cowboy fans. So the Cowboys in the offseason – okay. So, okay, I'll ask you in the draft. So the Cowboys focus on defense in the draft because – because it, to me, all they have to improve is just, just secondary. Because their D line, I, 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 I don't. I mean, I like it a lot. Um, their D line was not the problem. I mean, if they can improve their secondary, they'll be fine. And then, you know, so what would you do if you're Dallas, though, Josh? Well, what does "fine" mean? Let's be specific here, Vince. What does yeah. "fine" mean in both third <laughs> and in um, where they finish in the division? Okay, so when healthy. Uh, depending yeah. on what they do in the draft, to they're me, all the way healthy, and they had a decent, not a home run draft. For me, I can see them second or third, second or third, right? Yeah. So I say to you, if that means ten and seven, that would have gotten you into the playoffs this year, okay? Yeah. Right? Yeah, but that would have been the sixth seed. Yeah, and if you got to eleven and five, you'd have been the fifth seed, which is where you ended up in the beginning, which is where you ended up in the beginning of these playoffs. And that gets you where? To the second round of the playoffs? Yeah. Okay. That sounds reasonable. So, Cowboys fans, um, at me, at JB Fortis, and tell me, after you listen to the Vince Size podcast, <laughs> um, posting up, tell me if you're happy if you just have a repeat of this year next year. Okay, I'll, okay. Josh, I'll put it to you this way. Tell me if they're going to go 10-7. and 7. They play the NFC West, which is the, obviously the Rams, Seattle Cardinals, and then the Niners, and then they play the AFC East. So there you go. How about that? That's tight. I'm calculating. 
And then they played the Chargers one game. All right. So let me ask Dallas Cowboys fans this. Yeah. Do you have any retired cheerleaders that you can send over to Zach Wilson (laughs) to, like, make him distracted on the day of the game? Wait, I I gotta play this. That was a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for for that joke to be I think that that 10 and 7 is doable. Um, I think 11 and 6 is kind of stretching it. But yeah, like, that's a window, right? 9 and 8, 10 and 7. 11 and 6. That's what I see. That's where I see them at. I can see that because they played the three period of the Chargers. They could lose to them. And then the Patriots, that's a 50 50 game. The Rams, they should be. Um, but yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. I mean, like, I don't think that's such an impossible dream to think they could get to 10 and 7 again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 10 and, and they play the Miami Dolphins, which that should be easy. But at Miami, by the but way. Like, but like, but the point that I was trying yeah, yeah. to get out to you is that, like, that's the best case scenario. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if that's the best case scenario, Cowboys fans, are you happy with that scenario? And if the answer to that question is no, right? If the answer to that question is no, I wasn't happy with this year. It was the worst, blah, 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 blah. Like, then, like, do you really see yourself getting to the NFC championship game? And for me, that answer is no. No. Do I see you getting to the second round of the playoffs? It's possible. Do I see you getting the back of the playoffs? Absolutely. Yes. But do I see you getting, like, to the NFC championship game? And the answer just ends up being no. Just what, what they have. Yep, and they're gonna miss Kellen Moore, but that's not their there. But we'll see what it is. we'll see. We'll see if Brian Schottelmeyer is the upgrade. We'll we'll see. We'll see. All right. Anyway, now he's now, not. Josh, I'll, I'll now. spoil it now. He's not there. You're happy. Everybody knows. Everybody <laughs> okay. knows now because I announced it here on the Vince Size Podcast to the world. He's not. He's All right. Okay. On, anyway, on so now, if you're now. I want to finish this off. So Cowboys fans, if the definition of success for you is fireworks, it's like having an explosive offense and, you know, being able to do these 35 point games or like these games where like the offense looks incredible and you're talking about fantasy options, you're in for a rude awakening because you're going to be worse on offense, not worse necessarily in terms of wins and losses, but you will be worse in terms of offensive output under Brian Schottenheimer. But hey, at least their defense—at least their defense will be still be relevant because of Dan Quinn. But no question, no question. But anyways, anyway, let's go to this team. I want you to make Commander fans happy. So that's my boy Ben, Jamie, and Tariq. But anyways, um, Josh, how do you feel about the Commanders? I like the receivers. Obviously, Sam Ham's quarterback one. Uh, Taylor Honick is going to be a free agent. Uh, we'll see. I'm assuming they're going to release Carson. We'll see what happens there. But maybe Carson would be the backup. Who knows? But yeah. right now, right now, Josh, as right now, Josh, Rob Rivera said Sam Howell is going to be quarterback one. So yeah. I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, hopefully Sam Howell will make Commander fans happy. Hope, hopefully, because Sam Howell was supposed to go in the first round two years ago. So this guy has some talent, but we'll see what happens. So, Josh, make Commander fans happy. Well, how do you expect? On Ron, one more year with Ron Rivera, which, by the way, Greg Roman could be the OC of the Commanders. We'll see what happens. All, to me, it all depends on the OC. But Josh, how do you feel about the Commanders? And we'll, we'll see if they lose to Ron Payne. By the way, but go ahead. Well, okay. Let's 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 break some news right now. Okay. For, uh, they are going to release Carson Wentz. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it, it's nonsense. It's it's going to happen. The question whether or not Carson Wentz gets signed. I'm breaking that here live 
on the Thin Size podcast. <laughs> and my source is the salary. In case you're wondering, like, why, why is that going to happen? How can you be so sure? No, he's gone. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, your national nightmare is over. He's down. Why is he out? How are you so sure? If you cut him, you get $20 million worth of salary cap space. One move. And you save $26.1 million salary cap space. You go from $6 million in salary space to 276 He's gone. From there, we can talk about all kinds of things. But your national nightmare of Carson Wentz is over. That's done. <laughs> Um, is he gonna is he is he gonna hang out with Zach Wilson? <laughs> um, I mean he'd be a lot more inappropriate. I mean it would definitely be a lot like it would be like, yeah, I mean I guess you're young for a senior citizen, but like we can work with that. Zach Wilson's thing called Gary Springer. Uh, but, but like at least Carson Wentz is like closer to the right age. anyway. So yeah. Um forward with, with all of our predictions here. Mm-hmm. Um, Carson Wentz is gone. That's number one. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, okay, well, what else needs to happen? I'm, I, you're right on this particular one. I am going to make um, Commanders fans happy. This oh, one, all right, here we this go. One I am going to make Commanders fans happy, and they're going to be happy because Ron Rivera is making the right decision by starting mm-hmm. Sam Howell. Not because Sam Howell is anything fantastic, but because Sam Howell knows the key to the Washington Commanders. And I'm going to say this, and I said this last year, and I said it the year before, and now I'm going to say it to the national audience that listens to the Vince Size podcast. Everything about the Washington Commanders can be summed down to one specific issue. Everything. Is Terry McLaurin getting all of the coverage or not? I don't know. Well, that's it. Josh, let me ask you this. What if Greg Roman gets, you know, gets hired as the OC? Now, that's it different. Matter. It, nothing matters, okay? Don't you understand? Nothing matters. Okay. The okay. only thing that matters is if coverage is rolling over to Terry McLaurin or yes. if coverage has to play honestly. Yeah. It is yours truly's belief that Curtis Samuel does not dictate coverage. Yeah. That if you put Curtis Samuel on one side of the field – the defense will be like, yo, okay, there's a guy over there. It's fine. We're going to keep two people over here on Terry McLaurin. It is yours truly's belief that um, Brian Robinson Jr. is not going to make eight people you know, sit in the box for one-on-one coverage for Terry McLaurin. Yeah. However, it is also yours truly's belief that Jahan Dotson will evolve. Oh, so you think year year two is going to leave. Okay, okay. Um, Yours truly believes that Jahan Dotson will be the most improved player right here on the Vince Size podcast. Um, Thinks that Jahan Dotson is going to be the most improved player in 2023. On top of that, I believe that Sam Howell knows that. That's what I saw last year in the start that Sam Howell made, is that Sam Howell, once he got the starting job, spread the ball between Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin. That's what happened. Some throws went this way and some throws went that way. And lo and behold, the defense had to pay attention to both sides of the field. And lo and behold, the Washington Commanders were able to win games. And it's because Terry McLaurin is just, he's, if, if you're able to just box him up, 
Like, it doesn't really matter what else is going on. It doesn't matter that you have Curtis Samuel. It doesn't matter that you have Brian Robinson Jr. You're not going to win the game because Terry McLaurin is going to be the one guy who are like, you know what? He's not going to beat us. So, you take – so, the prediction here says that the commanders know how to use – know how to use um, Jahan. And from there, you're like, okay, well, what about the rest of their free agents? I'm looking at it right now, and the only one that I want to re-sign, the only one who I'm like, you know what, that guy has to stick around is Deron Payne. That includes mm-hmm. Taylor. Um, he's the only one who I'm like, whatever we do, we have to keep Deron Payne. I like John Bostic. He's 32 years old. He's fine. Yeah. Like he's not like someone you're building around. I like um, West West Schweitzer. Um, he's a guard. He's 30 years old. It's fine. Like if he's going to get twelve million dollars a year, by all means, man, go go have a field day. Same thing with Trey Turner, and he's a wide receiver. And it's like, yeah, okay, what? I'm not a wide receiver, a guard. He's fine. Like there are lots of guards who will take their places, but I don't think they're going to make that much money. I don't think they're going to break the bank. Neither of those players made my free agency list at guard. Right. Of like, I have to go get that guy, kind of players. Um, and I think there are better options out there. I say all of this to say to you that I think that they're um, really well built. The moment they get rid of Carson Wentz, they're able to go and goof around in the free agent market. And if they're able to do that, then you're looking at a team that was 8-8-1 eight, eight and one last year. And yeah. could they get two more wins? Could they get to 10-7? and seven? Could they maybe you know sneak in and get 11-6? and six? It's possible. I think that in the same way I'm supposed to believe in the Dallas Cowboys, I should also <laughs> probably believe in the Washington Commanders. And I think that Sam Howell is going to surprise. I think he's going to be serviceable. I don't think he's going to be incredible, but that's not what I'm predicting. What I'm predicting is that he's going to be serviceable and that he understands how to get the ball to Jahan Dotson. And Jahan Dotson is going to take a leap. Yeah. Question for you. Do you think they'll keep yeah. Ron Payne, yes or no? Um, yes. Okay. I think that they are going to overpay for Deron Payne. And I think, by the way, that's what it's going to take. Like, you're going to have to... Like for me, you know, we, I keep like making jokes and saying you're not a twenty million dollar player. You're not a twenty million dollar player. Deron Payne is a twenty million dollar a year player. Facts, facts. Deron, play, Deron Payne is good and proper good. Deron Payne is exactly the kind of defensive tackle that completely changes your game plan. Yep. You can make a case that Deron Payne is like top four in the NFL at defensive yep. tackle, um, and you wouldn't be too far off. Yep. And so ultimately. I think that the commanders are looking to make like a big offer. You know, these deals where it's like $160 million for six years. I think that's what it's going to be for Deron Payne. I don't think he's going to see $160 million. Like, I think that's funny money. Mm -hmm. But I do think that he's going to be one of the people who strike it rich in the agency. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, so hopefully the commander fans will be happy now. Hopefully commanders can make the commander fans happy. And hopefully I'm rooting for Sam Hale because. Jesus, the Commander fans, bro, my Commander fan, fan friends, they've been going through for, with a lot of quarterbacks since Audrey 3 got injured, bro. So we'll see what happens, man. Hopefully Commanders can make, like I said, Commanders happy, and we'll see what happens over there. Okay, now let's get with this team because this team has a lot of free agents, uh, Josh. And also, shout out to my father. He's an Eagle fan. Shout out to, shout out to all my Eagle fan friends. I know you got, you're all sad, but we'll talk about the Super Bowl pretty soon after this. We're talking about the Eagles. So, with that being said, Josh, how do you feel about the Eagles' future? Because some people are saying 
like listen to Danowski, some ESPN people think the Eagles could be, you know, a dynasty in the NFC. Which, by the way, it's possible. Um, listen, they have two first rounders. We'll see what happens there. Um, obviously, half of their team is free agents. So, Josh, can you make my father and other Eagle fans happy? Oh, I sure can. You're the best team in the entire NFL if you lose all of your free agency. How's that? Mm. Oh, if you lose the guys, except for Javon Hargrave, Javon Hargrave's the one exception. Um, well, okay, so maybe you do have a few free agents. You have James Bradbury and you have Javon Hargrave, who I think you, I think you have to keep Javon Hargrave, but I think you want to keep James Bradbury. Everyone else is fine. I guess, I guess maybe you also want to keep Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Yeah, there's the other guy. All right. So you want to keep Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Fletcher Cox is 32 years old. Yep. Like, Dad, honestly, Robert Quinn is 32 years old. Yep. Brandon Graham is 35. Yep. Like, Jason Kelsey's 35. They're going to take sunset deals. Yep. And, and, and the, so in other words, they got to get younger there. Yep. Yep. Like, Linval Joseph is 34. I know yep. you've heard of them. I got yep. that that I understand. Yeah. But like once you get past that, right? Yeah. Once you get past the fact that I've heard of these people, like the answer becomes like, all right, well, who can I keep? And on top of that, I have the draft coming up. Oh, yeah. Right? I have multiple picks in yep. the first round. Um and just because I don't know how to restructure the salary cap doesn't mean that they don't know how to restructure right. the salary. Right, right. Yeah. They're going to figure out places to save money. Lane Johnson is going to restructure his deal. Same with Darius Slay. They'll end up with lower cap hits. And then what happens, right? <laughs> you're still at you're you're still at these like five million dollar like you're you're still at like five percent of the salary cap, four percent of the salary cap, right? Like you're gonna you're gonna keep all of these guys. They're they're really not gonna leave. Um, but even if they do, who like? And I really want your dad to feel this. Who cares if you lose Miles Sanders? Yeah, yeah. Bears yeah. Is Quez Watkins. <laughs> You're right, right. If you lose TJ Edwards, <laughs> like, like, how much of this do you really like? Especially after the performance of the Super Bowl. And by the way, TJ Edwards yeah. is the one who like injured, well, fake injured. <laughs> like, do you really care? Do you really? <laughs> In your heart of heart. So you're telling me you can yeah. plug another safety in, 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 linebacker over, over Edwards? Come on, man. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> It'll be okay. So you're telling me if they, if they sign me, they'll be fine? Shit. Come on, man. Well, okay, so there's extremes to anything. <laughs> like, for the most part, it's like, yeah, you've got to restructure. You've got to do right. negotiations, but you'll get there. Yeah. Like, you're not going to lose. Like, and the people that you don't get to, well, here's the new, here's the news flash for everybody concerned. Like you're still picking number ten and number thirty-two in the draft. Uh, okay, Josh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this: Since yeah. they have the ten pick, would you keep that pick, or would you trade that pick for more picks? What can I get? Give me an offer. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Like if one of the quarterbacks falls, that I'm trading, but I don't think one of the quarterbacks is going to fall, and I don't think it's going to be there. So like, would you? Would I trade? Would I draft um, Michael P? Yeah, mm-hmm. I might. Like, mm-hmm. would I draft the best center in the draft to um, replace Jason Kelsey? Sounds okay to me. 
there's there's worse things in the world. I was about to say Vito Robinson, but well, I I mean I think you can get him at thirty two. Really? In the, in the, he's a running back. Um, and yeah, I would I would trade I would trade up or and when I say trade up, I mean like in the twenties to get Bijou Robinson. I I know that he looks incredible. He's a running back. <laughs> there's a there's a million of them, man. Yeah. Like, you can't get too invested in too many. And by the way, who cares? I want Gainwell to have the, the role full time. That's who I want. Yeah, he, he gains really well. Look at his last name. But uh, well, no, I don't understand why Eagles fans don't want the same thing. Screw Miles Sanders. <laughs> I'm with him. Like so many times with Miles. I mean, and not just last year. There were so many times where I'm like, Jalen Hurts. Just whatever you do, don't hand it to Miles Sanders. And lo and behold, they hand it to Miles Sanders. And lo and behold, he runs out of bounds after gaining no yard. <laughs> and also, he gets hurt a lot, which is true. But just it's, it's... <laughs> but let it be someone else's problem. Like, <laughs> what about Boston Scott? He's he's a high, right? What about him? Yeah, sure, he's fine. Um, <laughs> at, at the minimum, sure. But like as a like as a big investment, as a piece that I really like want you know like no i'm fine Everybody... so Tom, if you're the eagle who what, what, what position would you invest in the linebackers because they got to get younger obviously in the defense because they're all, all offense i think they're fun obviously so the miles sanders thing is whatever but which parts of the defense they got to get younger with obviously some of the defensive linemen obviously some of the line obviously they gotta get linebacker help um, but I think the secondary is pretty much fine. I think you Bradbury and obviously the, the, the Saints corner that they got. So, uh, so what's the major need? Well, I like, I like Gardner Johnson. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, is that I would probably resign James Bradbury if I could get him for anything reasonable. Yeah. Um, so like I'm looking, if I'm an Eagles fan and I'm an Eagles general manager, I'm looking one to see if I can get Jalen Hurts to sign for anything reasonable. Um, because that would just eliminate all kinds of headaches yep. to invest in Jalen Hurts. But assuming for the moment that I can't, and he's desperate to play out his second round, his second round rookie deal um, and see where the market takes him in a year. Um, I would invest in D line. I would, I would try and pick up um, D lineman. I'll be in the perfect spot in the draft for it. Um, Cause once Jalen Carter and Willie Anderson go, I don't know that there's going to be another defensive no, no, no. hill right around where I pick. So why the hell not get get defensive linemen? Particularly if I can't sign um, Hargrave because he breaks the bank, which by the way I would think would be a mistake. Um, like if if he wants like a record breaking deal, a record setting deal, I'm not giving it to him. No, That's no, because a, a lot of people think that Hargrave Har, um, Hargrave is like the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> Um, but like $20 million a year for Hargrave seems like a lot as he approaches his 30 year old season. Yeah. Um, I'm more interested in getting Chauncey Gardner Johnson to resign because mm. I think that the advantage to the team, the reason that I picked you to get to the Super Bowl, even though you didn't win it, mm-hmm. is secondary. Like, I think the secondary can cover. I know mm-hmm. he's got a lot of secondary, mm-hmm. but and also, Josh, are the Eagles gonna miss their OC? Because remember. It happened to the Bills when Brian Dable left. That's the the Brian Dable effect. So, do you think the Eagle, well, the, you know, the coach hiring the OC from the Eagles is going to affect the Eagles? We will see, right, Josh? We will see. No, 
No, you think it's not going to make a difference? Let me, let me, here, I'll be the offensive coordinator for the Eagles for, for the next <laughs> four downs. You ready? Here's, here's what we're doing. Okay. You be Nick Sirianni, and you tell me <laughs> Nick Sirianni would approve the following play calls. Okay. I'm going to hand it off for three yards. Is, is this good on first down? <laughs> I'm going to run, I'm going to run to the lane on first down. You, you good with it, Nick? Yes. Yes. All right. Now we're now we're in second and seven. Oh, I think this is a good time for second and seven. Second and six. This is a feels like a really good sh- time for a shot, either to Dallas Goddard or Devonta or Devonta Smith or AJ Brown. Do you approve, Nick? AJ Brown. Yes. Let's do it. Awesome. Great. All right. Um, now, <laughs> how about I do a desired run for Jalen Hurts? How, how do you feel? Pretty good. Good. All right. Great. Oh shit, we didn't get it. Can we? That? Can we just do the push forward? Thing that we do to, <laughs> to keep it going. You good? Wait, 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 I got, oh my god, John, that's go a good point. Wait, wait. Oh, look at that! I'm the Eagles' offensive coordinator. I just did it. I oh my goodness! Why can I get to play this? <laughs> <laughs> you're funny, you're funny. but it's true though. It's true. Okay, okay. Now let, let's go this. No, way. you're not gonna miss the Eagles' offensive coordinator. <laughs> here's, the, here's the game plan for Jalen Hurts. It's ridiculous. This <laughs> game plan. Um, okay, so if A.J. Brown is double-covered, look at Devonta Smith. Oh, if they're both double-covered, throw it to Dallas Goddard. Oh, wait, everybody's covered? You can't find the guy? Go run. Oh, man. What a game plan. And which, by the way, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Trey Lance can learn this with Jalen Hurts because because I think San Francisco and Philadelphia's offense is kind of similar, kind of. Anyways, anyway, with that being said, with that being said, Josh, let me ask you this, Josh, before before I go and explain the Super Bowl. Josh, what was your thoughts with that game? And which by the way, I hope Jonathan Gannon gets the Cardinals job because I hope he does. Um that'll be laughable. Anyway, Josh, we'll see if he gets the job today or tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see. I wish you all the best, Jonathan Gannon. If that if you get the Cardinals job, I wish you all of the best in <laughs> losing your mind with Kyler Murray. <laughs> anyways, anyways, and help with video games. Anyways. What's that being said, John? You see, you, I, I want to get one message to Jonathan Gannon if you, if you take the Cardinals job. Um, you see if it works the same with James Conner and Kyler Murray as it does with Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders. Just go. Go go see. See if you can do the same thing without one of them, you know, ending up in the same nursing home as Zach Wilson. <laughs> anyways, anyways, that's a good one. So thank you, Josh. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. No, but seriously, John, what was your thoughts with, the, with, with, with about the Super Bowl? And what would you tell Eagle fans? Because honestly, go, go ahead. Before I go, go ahead. Well, Eagles fans, like, you know that you should have won that Super Bowl. And exactly. You know whose fault it was, and it wasn't Jalen Hurts. You know, good and proper, that it was the defense. And you can make an even stronger case that it was the defensive coordinator's fault. Yep. I'm here to tell you, as a Buffalo Bills fan, that the one thing you absolutely cannot do against the Kansas City Chiefs is play too high safety with the safeties 10 yards up the field. Exactly. That's too much for him. He thrives against that. And you don't need me to sit here and tell you that. You can watch any of the Buffalo Bills games against Kansas City. They don't do it anymore. And the reason they don't do it is because Mahomes tears that shit up, whether it's with um, Travis Kelsey or whether it's with um, his own legs. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't play that way. Mm -hmm. And I texted you, Vince, in the moment, like, they're going to lose this game. Yep. They're going to lose if they continue to do that. Like. 
anybody could have told you that. And lo and behold, what happened? They lost the game. But they didn't lose the game because um, of the defensive players. I know that's what you want to believe. It's the defensive scheme. Yep. Right. It's this idea that, like, you know what? Fuck, we're we're scared of Marquez Valdez Scantling. You know, for his zero catches for zero, <laughs> we better we better play too high back because what if Mahomes throws? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's Marquez Valdez Scantling. <laughs> well, you know, Juju Smith Schuster burned us. You know, a, a couple of times. You know, he get he a bunch of first downs. Who cares? It's yards. <laughs> Deal with it. Like, deal with it. What you don't want to do is you don't want to give up the chunk plays. Yep. That's what you don't want to do. Where are those coming from, right? Where are they coming from? And don't <laughs> tell me you don't know if you've actually watched the tape. You know where they're coming from. It's Travis Kelsey. Yep. That's the chunk plays. So cover him because you, like, if you're going to devote coverage, if that's what you're worried about, cover Travis Kelsey. And don't tell me that it's impossible. It's not. Mm. He's just a receiver. And they won't throw it to him if you've got multiple defenders. Mahomes yep. will look around. And, like, this idea that you can't, like, stop Mahomes, you can't stop Kelsey, that's just false. Yeah. It's not true. It's happened during the regular season. It's happened during the playoffs and in, in past playoff games. Like, it's just not true. It's just not true that, like, you have no – um, you have no way of of stopping these guys. Like, mm-hmm. it it's just it's not it, it's it's not real, mm-hmm. right? And so, so now that we've covered that for Eagles fans, right? You know good and well yeah. that your defense is the reason that you lost that game. Yeah, you know what you were expecting from your defense, and you know that you did not get it. Like that's not. That's not a normal performance from that defense. Yes, you had a tough time in Minnesota. Like, yes, you gave up um, a bunch of points to Aaron Rodgers in one game. Like, I understand. This is not the same. um, Sorry. I have to type this. Um, By the way, before before you keep going, Aaron Rodgers says – um, Pat McAfee, that his darkness retreat starts at the end of the week. That was that was always the plan. Roger says he didn't realize so many people would care. Look at that. Anyways, go ahead. He's an idiot. <laughs> He's the wolf. And like, and you're gonna give up. And by the way, I'm not even saying I don't condone it. You're going to give up <laughs> first round picks to deal with this crap. <laughs> Unbelievable! I can't wait for the overall sports show tomorrow. <laughs> like it's just it's it, it's just silly. It's it's the kind of stuff that is like, what the hell are you thinking, man? Like, and and they're gonna say they're gonna be like, no, because we can win a championship. And you're gonna be like, if he's like in, if he's present, then sure, right? But like. Like, it's, it's, he's such a, he's such a dink. (laughs) dink. Like, he didn't think so many people would care. What, are you out of your mind? Yes, is the answer. I don't know why I even asked the question. I know he's out of his mind. He knows he's out of his mind. That's why he's going on the darkness retreat in the first place. All right, great. Um, Good for you, 
Rogers, good for you. Like, ugh, I just, I, I can only take so much of Aaron Rodgers. All right, where were we on the Eagles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, you know that your defense did not play to the level that it was supposed to. Like, if you're an Eagles fan, if if you're if you're Chris if you're Chris Size, yeah. You know in your heart of hearts that your defense is what let you down. Yep. Not even the secondary. Um, um, like, it's not even the secondary. It's, um, it's that um, – I'm sorry. Like, it's not even the secondary. It's, it's the defensive line. It's the yep. line – Created the most sacks in the NFL. Yep. And you went up against a um, you went up against a lineup that was better. That was just that it like the offensive line for whatever reason was able to block your pass rush. Yep. Uh, period. Um, and that could go to coaching, that could go to the players, um, whatever, but you did not get the pressure on the quarterback. Yep. And in the NFC, like in the NFC, right. Like in in the, in the Super Bowl, that's why you lost the game. Yeah, that sucks. Like it sucks to feel that way. It sucks to hear that. But like, you're not going to be able to look in the mirror and be like, you know what? It was Jalen Hurts' fault. The guy threw thirty for thirty five points. Period. Yep. yep. He threw and rushed for like all your scores. So yep. it's not his fault. You well, they're going bl- to blame the fumble because if they if they say, well, if he didn't fumble the ball, they would have won, which is true. Well, but... if he didn't fumble the ball, then yeah. it would have never been close, yeah. right? But you still could have lost if your yeah. defense continues to just hemorrhage points. Exactly, yeah. They're wrong, just period. Like, anybody who says um, – that they're wrong, like that. Then they're just they're just wrong. They're just and also, wrong. they're blaming the field. But so what? It, both teams were dealing with that. But keep going. Yep. Yeah, like it's it's not the field's fault either, and it's not Jalen Hurts' fault. It's your defense. It's yep. not the sack Patrick Mahomes. It's not being able to generate the right kind of pressure. I yep. mean, I remember one time in my head where I saw Patrick Mahomes like going down, and it was on the TJ Edwards thing. Yep. You weren't able to generate the pressure that you needed to generate. That's what happened. And it was and I'm not gonna lie, John. I thought the game was okay. over right there because when Mahomes got hurt again, I'm like, that's it. I think yeah, I think, I think he was faking it. I've watched oh, I've no. watched enough WWE wrestling in my life to know when somebody <laughs> Oh my god. Anyways, anyway, let me get well, well, well quick though. For me though. Listen, I I, I feel bad for Eagle Pat. I know I know some people don't, but because I know they're they're blaming the flag, but I, but at the end of the day, Bradbury did admit it. He did he did he did hold him. But no, but seriously, at the end of the day, Josh, you know how it is in the NFL. Black, I mean, referees make bad calls all the time. I mean, I, I, I think he holds them, but at the end of the day, you, you know why they did that, right? Because they, they do. They missed the juju one from, from the second quarter because I think I think uh, was it, I think was it Bradbury was it um was it that Saints corner um that whole juju again? But anyways, you get the point. They missed that call, and then, then they were like, you know what? Let me, let me make the call in the fourth quarter. So. At the end of the day, I mean, Eagle fans are going to hit themselves because they know they had this game. If obviously well, if Hurts doesn't fumble the ball, they win the damn game because Denver Hurts was balling after that. Because people forget, Eagle right, Josh? The national media and reason it out that way are stupid. That's not why you lost the game. You lost the game because you couldn't generate the kind of pressure that you've been generating. I, I mean, this is going to sound like a joke. It's not a joke. You were the leader in sacks in the NFL. Yep. And you were not able to sack Patrick Mahomes. Yep. That's not normal. And you know it's not normal. 
you know in your heart of hearts that your defensive line let up off the gas. And it's because your defensive coordinator was scared to win a Super Bowl. That's what's up. And that's Mm. like Hassan Reddick is arguably the best pass rusher in the NFL. He's certainly like in the top four of people you want from the linebacker. Let me ask you this, Josh. Let me ask you this, Josh. Brandon Ayu and Debo Samuel are talking shit, but. You know what they're saying? They're saying they're saying they said their secondary was not as not that good because well, because apparently Debo apparently apparently Debo apparently 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 Ayuk and Debo said they were those corners were holding them. But keep going. Keep well, going. let me let me send a message back to Brandon Ayuk and, and Debo Samuel. Um, Josh Johnson sucks. And you <laughs> should have told your coaching staff that <laughs> this guy can't play. And size and Josh and Josh B from the over. We're gonna have to settle for this. <laughs> like to get someone off the podcast. This guy can't play. This guy is not the answer. And also, Josh, see, you know, Josh, we're preaching because I see Eagle fans. You guys don't understand. Like, if you guys had a, your fourth string playing, let's say Hurts got hurt. Obviously, he didn't. But you, you, Josh, you get what I mean. If they dealt with the same shit with what we did. They they would have lost too. So so you see see we see that see that's why I'm not complaining as a Niner fan. It is what it is. But Debo and Ayuk, I get that because let's let's keep it real, Josh. If Purdy was so still healthy, that game would have been more interesting. But that's of not course. Nor, that's not nor of here. Nor, of course, that's not nor here nor there. But let me ask you this: Do you blame on, Ayuk? For, do you blame? You. Do, let me ask you this, though, Josh. Do you agree with Debo and Ayuk that? Maybe Philly's secondary was not as good. So it was Debo and Ayuk right? Maybe, maybe. Listen, it doesn't matter. Like, right? You, you, everything. All right. As of the year twenty twenty two, Jimmy Garoppolo was not known to have any children. However, it might be that he has children, and he decided to keep them private from Kyle Shanahan, so that um, Kyle Shanahan wouldn't have anybody to turn to, except for Josh Johnson, if Brock Purdy ever got hurt. That's from Google. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! But, but let, me, let me ask you this, Josh. Uh, and, all, and all honesty, and sorry, Eagle fans. I mean, it is what it is, and the flag. I mean, hey, I mean, I, I wasted what they call a flag no, because I think that game. Stupid was reason. That's a stupid reason to yeah. feel like you lost the Super Bowl because of that one play. Yeah. It really isn't. You're. Yeah. St- how can Eagles fans feel this way? You're used to getting sacks on the quarterback. Yeah. Of course you are. It yeah. happens damn near every game of the NFL season. Like just yeah. because I don't know the stat. So let's uh, John, let me ask you a question though. Let's beat- say let's say that was not a flag. Let's say Chiefs kicked the field goal. Do you think the Eagles would have would have tied the game up, went to overtime? In your opinion, we would well, never know. I don't live in that world of right, like right. what if. I live in the real world, and right. in the real world, the reason that you like, the reason that you like struggled, at least in that in that particular um, yeah. game, is because you just refused for whatever reason. <laughs> sorry, like for whatever reason, you couldn't rush the quarterback. I understand. Yeah. Like I like I I know it sounds like I'm making jokes, but I'm not really. Like I understand that, um, like for whatever reason. You couldn't, um, you couldn't rush, like you couldn't sack the quarterback. You couldn't rush the quarterback. Like that's the issue, right? Mm-hmm. You can all trace it back to like an individual play. You can blame the fumble, or you can blame the refs for the call. But like 
that's not how you lose games. Mm-hmm. Like you lose games because you can't do something or the other team prevents you from doing something that you're used to. And in this particular case, you won the line of scrimmage when you were on the offensive side of the ball and you lost the line of scrimmage when you were, um, you lost the line of scrimmage when you um, were not, on, when, when you were on the defensive side of the ball. And that's how you lost. And it didn't just happen once. It happened over and over and over again. Uh-huh. Like, there's a there's like a limit to all of this crap. And, like, that's what caused you to lose the game. And that's what you should be kicking yourself up. And, by the way, that leads you to what you need to do to improve for next year. Right? Because had you gotten sacks on Mahomes, had you ended some of those drives, and Mahomes only scores one touchdown – because you got you got off the field on third down or on fourth down because of a sack, we're having a completely different conversation, mm. and you're no. feeling a lot better the next day. I'm with if you. So-, game, so I'll ask you this question, Vince. If that game ended, um, if that game ended thirty-five to twenty-eight, and I didn't have to deal with Kadarius Tony's picture on my profile, wouldn't things be different? Yes, had a better special teams play, <laughs> not even passing Mahomes a start from the five. Would that game have been different? Of course. <laughs> and that's a good place to end the podcast. As we almost approach three hours again uh, with our time. Well, quick, before we go, before we go, no, I got two, no. th- th- two things to tell you. Where, where where would you put Patrick Mahomes? In terms of what? Okay, in the league, he's obviously number one. But I'm talking about all time, all time now. Because obviously everybody's talking about that right now. Somewhere, put uh, somewhere in like the neighborhood of like six or seven. Okay, that's fair. Oh, I don't know. That's such a hot take. I mean, could he have a little bit more of a career first, and then I can like push him higher? Yeah, sounds yeah. like a simple take. Uh, let me ask you. Okay, well, okay. Well, we 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 make this make 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 this question then. How many Super Bowl rings do you think Mahomes would end up at, at the end of his career? Um, I say five for me, but yeah, four, four or five. That sounds right to me. Not to you. I mean, teams turn over, right? Yeah. Like defenses turn over. Chris Jones won't always be as young as Chris Jones is. Um, his offensive line. I mean, it's, it's, that's sort of the real question, right? Um, or at least, I mean, we should end because if I go on this, I'll go forever. But like, I thought that the point of the Super Bowl, right, and the thing that you really take from it, and it might scare you as a 49ers fan, but I'm about to tell you. Mm. Like, I think the lesson of the Super Bowl is that these wide receivers who are making $100 million, they're not that valuable. No. doesn't mean that they aren't valuable at all. That's ridiculous. But if you um, signed one of the big wide receivers this year, and the 49ers did with Debo Samuel, right, or the Eagles with A.J. Brown, or the Bills with Stephon Diggs, right? If you paid market-level money for a wide receiver this year – you don't feel so good knowing that the other team, um, the team that zagged, um, who lost Tyreek Hill, didn't really need him to win the Super Bowl to get there. Mm-hmm. So are you ready to invest mega money in T. Higgins? No. Oh, that, see how I swung that? Mm-hmm. That's a good that's a good topic. That's an overall sports show topic. Yeah. If I tell you that the Chiefs didn't need Tyreek Hill to win this Super Bowl, are you ready to pay $20 million a year for T. Higgins? 
Mm. No. That's right. And if he asks you for $20 million and you say no, and he goes out and gets it from somewhere, is that team that he went out and get it, got it from going to <laughs> I think the answer to that question is also no. No, no. So how do you team build going forward? Mm. Now we're t- now we're getting into a whole new podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And real quick, Josh, do you, do you yeah. want to hear Rogers real quick? What he said, real quick. Uh, let me ask you this before Good. you tell me. Good. Is what he said? I know he said it on the Pat McAfee show. If he had said it to Fox News, would it be as normal as it is to as it is to Pat McAfee without telling me what he said? I didn't. I don't know what he said. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm about to play what he said. Oh, fine. Just in a few to... days as you uh, go into your darkness retreat here in a few days. I'm not in my darkness retreat yet. What? Oh, and... yesterday. What? Nope. This thing has been planned for about four months, and it was always the same date, always the end of the day. Oh. So anybody with knowledge to the opposite of that... It's fake news. Whoa. So Whoa. let me just reiterate one more time. Suck it, Rob. There's an inner circle, right? And in my inner circle, nobody talks to Ian Rappaport, oh. to Adam Schefter, what? or to any of those people. Okay? So if you're one of those people who's talking to those people, it's a great reminder for you, you're not in the inner circle. Oh. Damn. That was a hanging on somebody there. Yeah. And if anybody else is out there saying stuff, or if they're just making it up, which is also, those are both likely, um, just stop with the fake news. Okay. So I speak for myself. Yep. And I will continue to do that. I'm not upset about it. Like, it's <laughs> okay. the classic uh, media, you know, trying to be first, not trying to be right. And the problem is there's a slippery slope. So let me just remind all everybody out there listening, when somebody says something, whether it's Ian Rappaport, Bye. Adam Schefter, Bye. okay, Joe Biden, oh. well, all right. Donald Trump, Anthony Fauci, okay, I get Joe it. Rogan, he's against news and anybody's breaking news and blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Uh, he's he's so great he can break his own news. Legitimate, it can stand up to question. So question things and then think about them and contemplate them in your own time. And try and figure out what seems most likely to be true based on your own intuition and feel and conglomeration of fact. But no one in my inner circle talks to those people. I don't talk to those people. I don't have their numbers. I've never met them. And listen, I'm doing a darkness retreat later this week. I'm excited about it. I didn't realize how much it would take. Okay, your look, thoughts, Josh, your thoughts. I don't really care what he what he has to say. He's a loon, but he was a loon before he opened his mouth. That's not what the problem is. The problem is that like he was a he was a loon because of that stupid haircut that he had, <laughs> like all season long, where like one strand was like hanging down. He was a loon with Shailene Woodley. He's been losing his mind for several years, in the same way that Antonio Brown. <laughs> lost his mind at the end, right? And that's okay. Lots of people lose their minds, right? And yeah. he has a valid excuse because CTE is real. Yeah. Right? But that's not what we want him for. I don't care about him. 
Like, I, I don't care about him voicing his opinions. Who cares? I care about him throwing touchdowns and leading my team to victory. Yeah. Right? That's it. That's all. So, like, how much are you willing to sacrifice for yeah. that rootiness? And do you believe that he is actually going to win you a Super Bowl? The only team, I'll say it again, the only team in the entire NFL who should properly be able to convince themselves of that is the New York Jets. I agree with you, Josh. Everybody else. Everybody. That includes the Raiders, includes all the teams that we've analyzed. No, let me ask you this, Josh. If that happens, Aaron Rodgers away Josh, from Josh, if that happens, if it goes to the Jets, you know you can joke with Todd Dowling and Hackett with Rodgers? What, what, what are you asking me? Are you going to make a joke with that, with Tom oh, Downing and Hackett with Rodgers? Oh, probably. At least a few. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. No, no. They can talk themselves into them. Yeah, they could be Josh, let's keep it simple. They could be interesting. How about that? No, I think they'll be contenders. Yeah. It's better. It's better than where they are. Yeah. But it's not where they want to go. Right, right. Yeah, it's that simple. Like, switch it up, okay? Imagine that it's Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes next year um, in the AFC Championship game with the Jets' defense versus the Kansas City offense that you just saw. You're taking Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's the right answer. (laughs) All right. But anyway, Josh, with that being said, uh, great show, great part two. 200 minutes. Yes, sir. We made a record. We made a record. Look at that. And, and, and for everybody else, everybody who's a fan of the Vince Size podcast, um, you'll notice that we did this without any commercial breaks. We just went for it. Yeah, That's we how did. good we are. Yes, we did. We did a good <laughs> job. We did a good job. Which, by the way, I got a two. I got the two sixty five media football show later today with my boy Big Ben Fair. But I'm hoping he'll be available by nine p.m. Eastern time. But we'll see what happens there. So, but seriously, we're going to recap the Super Bowl and the awards. And, and, and the off season, but with that being said, Josh, the next time, uh, but uh, actually, real quick, uh, well, you'll announce, announce your Twitter real quick so everybody can follow you. And go ahead. Sure, it's GB Fortis, and um, like just to remind everybody, like if you, follow, <laughs> if you follow me, you should do it because you like my takes. I am not making money off of this. I just like to be a guest and like shoot the shit. Because I work a very, very boring job. Okay, whatever you think you do that is so boring during your day, it's less <laughs> boring than me. I work, a, I work a more boring job than you do. And that's why I do all of this, to engage with you, the fans, and to have a good time with my buddy Vince. So yeah. if you at me, if you follow me, get into sports conversations with me. That's why I do this. That's the kind of fun that, mm-hmm. I, that I do this for. Yep. Yeah. JB Fortis, and then you can also find me Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the overall sports show, along with Vince. We do the same yes. thing. Um, and um, you can also probably, I mean, you can find me at one o'clock, usually um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays at the um, NBA Now or the NFL Now if I'm if I move to actually talk about something. Um, and let's see, what else can you find me at? Oh, anything, anytime you're looking for a national podcast that has ads and everything. Anything is potable um, <laughs> with Jay King and um, with Jay King and Jam Packard, the Celtics podcast for the Athletic. I'm the celebrity caller, Joshua B. Uh, that's that's me. Um, and let's see, where else can you find me? Oh, you uh, saw the Ben Simmons. Oh, ben Simmons. Oh, oh, no, no, Josh, 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 Josh. You saw the Ben Simmons air ball the other day, but you didn't Hell, dude, it hit me in the head. <laughs> um. Okay, so oh, one other place you can find me. I like to shop at Giant in Cathedral Commons. 
So if you hear somebody like ranting about um, how bad the Washington Wizards sucked, and they're like, I know that guy's voice. That that's me. So yeah, you can find me in all those different places. Yep. All right. Well, you guys can follow me at Respectable Vink and also on V I N C E S A I Z A twenty four on that account as well. And the next time we're gonna podcast, Josh, it will be me, you, and Andrew, and other. Uh, yeah, me, you, Andrew, we, we, and probably Lucas, and we're gonna predict. The division picks uh, that will probably be in about what six months from now, or around August or June, no, you July, around there. And I, I, I know you will have some jokes in our podcast. Well, well, I'm sure you have a lot of jokes, but let's have fun for that one, shall we? Uh, but anyway, Josh, enjoy your week. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your week weekend as well. Enjoy your enjoy the free agency as well. Hopefully, free agency is more better than the NBA trend deadline. I hope. I hope. I hope so. And uh, Josh, God bless you. Thank you for coming on the show. And, uh, but yeah, appreciate it, bro. God bless you too. Um, and yeah, I gotta go take my darkness retreat now. <laughs> okay, you're very funny. Let me play this. Go ahead, go ahead. Peace out, buddy. Peace out, pal.